In ancient times, man roamed the earth in a constant state of hunting or being hunted. Introducing Caveman, where cutting-edge science meets ancient super nutrients. Secure your bottle right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com You're listening to the Liberty News Radio Network, and this is the Political Cesspool. The Political Cesspool, known across the South and worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program. And here to guide you through the murky waters of the political cesspool is your host, James Edwards. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to be among the first to wish you a happy new year. I know we're still a couple of hours shy of it this evening as we kick off uh, tonight's live broadcast. What an incredible last couple of weeks to be able to come to you on Christmas Eve and now on New Year's Eve. The calendar doesn't line up like that uh, very often, uh, if it ever has. But we have a sensational New Year's Eve broadcast for you tonight. We're going to give Dick Clark a run for his money even though he's dead. But tonight we're going to welcome a parade of guests to the last broadcast of the year, uh, where each will reflect upon 2022, share their hopes for the year to come, and uh, offer some commentary on select news and current events for good measure. So appearing tonight uh, to make their New Year's predictions and resolutions will be you want Sam Dixon? He's coming up first in just a couple of minutes, followed by... Jared Taylor, served up hot and fresh. Michael Hill, Sam Bushman, Tim Murdoch, Kevin McDonald. Yeah, that'll work for you. They're all coming up tonight, and maybe even more than that. We'll see who we can wrangle. All for abbreviated appearances tonight, but uh, they will be coming on nonetheless. And, folks, let me just, uh, before we get to the show, the last show of the year, I want to tell you I am already so eager uh, to blaze a trail into 2023 next week we're going to have a first time guest right out of the gate coming on uh, to kick off our 
what will then be our new broadcasting year of 2023, uh, followed by an old uh, friend and favorite, and uh, away we will go. So I uh, am eager to uh, do a few new things, a few new guests, a few new projects in the coming year. But tonight, tonight we celebrate and we look back on the, the year that was. And I want to just, again, before we get into that, take a moment to thank you, to thank you for your support of our work on the radio, not just this year, but every year, 18 years now, everything we've accomplished uh, over those years has been made possible because of your steadying influence and uh, because of you. And uh, I guess you could say because of God's goodwill and Harry Cooper's wonderful incentives that we got from Shark Hunters, the 2022 Christmas fundraising appeal, uh, the most successful in the history of the show. We have been working feverishly to fill orders with daily trips being made to the post office. Believe me, that part of the job isn't, isn't fun, but we're doing it. We're getting them out as fast as we can package them. If you have not yet received your incentive package, rest assured it will be in your mailbox very, very soon. So thank you again for that. As our work on the radio begins anew with the dawn of the coming year, it remains the greatest honor of my life, professionally speaking, uh, to enjoy such a personal relationship and partnership with you, our dear family of listeners. We draw from you the strength to endure the hardships and, of course, the vital support, the financial and prayerful support needed to sustain our efforts. And we hope that what you can draw from us is of uh, at least somewhat equal value. But it is always important for me to take the time to thank you, 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 for making possible all that we do. And it is entirely my privilege to be able to share in this struggle with you. We love you, and we give you our heartfelt appreciation this month, this quarter, this year, and always. And for all of you, and thank God there were a lot of you who sent, who sent in Christmas cards, like um, Denise up in Minnesota who wrote along with her beautifully ornate card. I'm going to keep this short because I checked the weather and we're supposed to get another eight inches of snow. The temperatures will dip below zero. We just got a week of snow, got shoveled out, wanted to get to the post office to get this contribution into the mail to you before we got snowed in again, such as life in the great North Woods. And she made mention of our Christmas Eve show. Wasn't that a lot of fun last week with Steve King, trio of lovely ladies, and then Pastor Brett McAtee presenting the Christmas story there in the final hour. But these cards, ladies and gentlemen, I just, I, I, I'm picking up a handful. I, they all meant as much to me, one not more than the other, all equally. But uh, this comes from Tori, Tori in Maryland. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family and to Keith. Thank you for the intelligent content. Keep up the superb work. Well, thanks to you and your husband, Tori, for your contribution and so many more like you. We can do that. And uh, I, I will give the guests that we have on the credit for whatever intelligent discourse uh, is done here. The guest and Keith, of course. Uh, but maybe I do a little bit of a job in keeping it all moving along. Uh, listener Nathan up in Vermont, thanks for all you and your team do for our people. Well, thank you, Nathan. It doesn't happen without you. North Dakota. Uh, thanks for all your hard work, uh, the listener writes. Well, thank you, uh, Nelson, in North Dakota. I, I, I love reading. This is true diversity in the best sense of the word, the diversity of our listening audience. I Have I even read one from the South yet? I mean, here we are, known for uh, being a Southern-oriented show in, 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 in a way. I mean, that is a big part of our identity. But uh, here's one. Here's Roger. No, right? this is a different Roger. This is Roger from uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, best wishes for a great 2023. Well, Roger, with you by our side, my friend, we cannot fail. We will not fail with people like you 
Roger. And uh, here's here's one. Here is uh, Mike from Georgia. Here we got to a southerner. Hope this donation helps keep you and the great work you and your show are doing on the air. And that's from Mike uh, in Georgia. So we will uh, continue. Keith Alexander is out tonight. You know, he's catting around. He's uh, it's New Year's Eve and he's out on the town and that's fine. We want with listen, you can't live on the front lines all the time. Every soldier gets a furlough. So Keith is getting his tonight. He'll be back with me next week for the first show of the new year and i've got uh, some particular correspondence that i have uh, pieces of correspondence that i've picked out that i want to share with keith and we'll uh, share a couple of more some really great oh my goodness uh, one in particular uh, from uh, a relatively new listener that came in that i want to share with michael hill when he's on in the next hour but yes that's what's coming up tonight uh now that uh, we have made mention of our respect and gratitude for you, our listening audience, here on this, our final show of the year. Uh, you're going to hear from, uh, let's get one, two, three, four, five, at least, at least, okay, at least a half dozen of your favorite guests are coming on tonight. Uh, and maybe even more than that, we'll see uh, who picks up the phone and uh, who, who can uh, get in here. We, we sometimes work in people in real time. We'll call a favorite up and, uh, hey, can you come on and... Uh, 60 seconds. <laughs> I think we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Uh, we'll get these predictions, hopes, resolutions, regrets. Uh, hopefully there were none of those with some of uh, our program mainstays. Sam Dixon up first and up next. Stay tuned, everybody. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. While you're waiting, drop by our Confederate corner for a free cup of coffee and good conversation. Remember, there are no strangers here, just friends who haven't met yet. Dixie Republic, we're not just a roadside attraction, we're a destination for our people. For more information, visit DixieRepublic.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's start this all-star parade of guests, and I would start it with uh, no other way than with Sam Dixon, uh, an attorney, counselor, mentor, friend, and advocate for our people, a lifelong advocate of our people, and few have done it better. Uh, Sam, it is great to have you on New Year's Eve. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. I, I listen to your flattery, and I just reflect that lawyers are the only profession condemned by Jesus. <laughs> well, surely there are exceptions. Surely there must be, because here you are. And uh, you but thankfully, you touch, you touch on a serious subject. I think one reason why lawyer jokes are so popular is that the the people who oppress us and our misrulers, they don't like the idea of lawyer of citizens being guaranteed a lawyer in the Bill of Rights. They don't like us having the right to have a, uh, a, a trained person represent us when the entire panoply of state power is brought against us. And so they would, they would like to get around that. It's one of those uh, things in the Bill of Rights that you'll, you'll hear them say, like uh, the First Amendment hobbles the government in its fight against hate speech. Well, thank God Amendment that he... He enabled you to become one of the righteous attorneys because you've helped a lot of people, and you've done well, and uh, you're doing well, and uh, many others have done well. And Anyway, um, most of the people we're having on tonight, Sam, we're having on to talk about reflections and hopes for the coming year, look back on the best and worst of 2022. You're actually on uh, for something a little more heavy lifting than that. You're on to talk about a couple of things more topical in nature, uh, nature news and current events. But but first, just very, very, very quickly, before we get to the two topics that I emailed you about, the best and worst, I, I think if you look at the best, uh, perhaps uh, white racial consciousness has been increased over the course of the last year, according to some of the polls we like to cite, Twitter and Elon Musk, worst would be the war, even though I see it from Russia's point of view, that is, you know, it's a terrible thing. And uh, the inflation, uh, what would you say the best and the worst if you had to pick just very quickly? Well, I think, you, I think, I think you answered your own question. Uh, the, 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 maybe the best and the worst is the fact that the establishment, the system, is destroying itself. Uh, it's doing everything. It's the only thing that, that, that our enemies are the only people who never fail us. Our friends fail us. White people fail us. Rich white people fail us, working class and middle class white people fail us, Catholics fail us, the Presbyterians fail us. Everybody fails us except our enemies, and they're doing everything we would have them do. Uh, our race cannot live. We cannot have a nation. We can't be a real people uh, until the American system is consigned to the dustbin of history. Uh, and they're doing everything they can to destroy it. They, they have made it into just a mockery. Uh, it's just a cruel joke, all this stuff about the Bill of Rights, the right to a lawyer, a right to bail. We see all that stuff. So let, give them free reign. Let them, give, give a, there's a proverb in Northern Ireland, give a, devil, give a beggar a horse and he'll ride to hell. And just <laughs> let them ride their horse to hell. And, um, you know, so that's, that's the, the worst. It bothers us. People get upset. They ruin their lives fretting over it. Uh, and then, of course, the actual worst, uh, thing was the successful creation of the Russia-Ukraine war that the, the, quote, American, end quote, meaning the un-American State Department has been working for for many, many years, starting in, very clearly in 2014 when the United States went all the way to the other corner of the globe to overthrow the government of Ukraine for the express reason that that government wanted peaceful, cooperative, friendly relations 
with their Russian Slavic Orthodox neighbor, neighbor, and that did not suit the un-Americans who control our government and our State Department, whose allegiance is to another power in the world, and who didn't like that. So before we condemn Putin for going into a, a state on his very threshold, uh, I think we need to look in the mirror and uh, at Americans. Uh, with one finger pointing at Putin, there are three pointing back at America because we created this war. We did this. Uh, we, are, we are guilty of everything we accuse other people of many, many times over. And so, you know, that's the worst. That people, I, a friend of mine is married to a Ukrainian, and he knew that I learned Russian as a kid, and I'm very pro-Russian. We met for lunch in Atlanta, and he asked me, with his Ukrainian wife there, uh, Sam, are you pro-Ukrainian or pro-Russian? I said, yes, I'm pro-Ukrainian and I'm pro-Russian. That's right. I'm on the well, side you of mentioned... all the people, and the United States government and Secretary of State Blinken, who is another dual loyalty type, they are—they actually hate Russians and Ukrainians, and that's why they have created this situation. You mentioned uh, what happened, of course, in 2014. Uh, people, I, I, I am assuming most people in this audience will know what you're referring to. We don't really have time to, to, to dig in deep to it, but there was basically a, a color revolution. Uh, you know, the American government would never rig our own elections, just every the elections in the governments uh, that they've toppled throughout the world. Uh, but certainly they well, could they, never. They got, their, got their, they got their panties in a wad over the idea that Russia might try to influence our elections. Uh, but there's no question about it. We we have pulled we poured money and intelligence support to the revolution against the Ukrainian government in 2014. We poured money in to fund the parties that are opposed to Putin, parties that we create a government like Angela Merkel, our little pet, our little Quisling. I hate to use that term in Germany. Uh, people who would open the borders of, of Russia to colonization by the third world. Uh, people who would sign the Russia up for the globalist program, uh, people who would stop the resurrection of the Russian Orthodox Church and the rebuilding of the cathedrals and churches. Uh, we we funded those people, and uh, we, we poured money into their system. Who are, you know, people think that when Jesus said, do unto others as you do unto them, do unto you, that this is some kind of a mystical thing that nobody has thought of. It's just common sense. You know, you, you have to relate to people on a level of equality. If I say good morning to you and you don't say good morning back to me, just that, and we work in the same office, a year of that will spoil our relationship. That's right. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we have done all this stuff. Every year our Congress appropriates a colossal budget for the express purpose, the admitted purpose, of interfering in elections and governments all over the planet. Who in the hell are we then to, 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 to protest if Russia had done the same thing, which, of course, we know she didn't? It was all manufactured by lies by the FBI and the CIA and the deep state uh, carrying out their duties as the, uh, our equivalent of the NKGB or the K, KGB. You know, it's all done. But anyway, we're not supposed to get on that subject. We're eating our time up. Well, well, just give me give me a minute or two because you're normally on for a full hour, and and, and that's never enough. But tonight everybody's making abbreviated appearances. Uh, just we haven't been able to cover a lot of the news this month because it's been Christmas and it's special events and it's just been a different kind of month of broadcasting. But the odious Zelensky, who never changes his costume, appeared before Congress and received the standing ovation. And Coulter had a great line about that. Uh, should we just 
file our tax returns directly to Zelensky next year? I mean, just give us a one-minute take on Zelensky and your thoughts on what's going on there and with him. Two two Republicans out of 435 elected uh, congressmen, so-called representatives, who don't represent us but represent almost entirely uh, big money, the Chamber of Commerce, the the, um, the Israeli Political Action Committee, uh, and all of this coalition that, that oppresses us, two of them declined to clap and declined to stand up. So at least it's like in, in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah or whatever, there's, there are at least two righteous people in the Congress out of, four, out of uh, I guess it would be 535. But, you know, it, it's just obvious. Uh, Zelensky is not a Ukrainian. Ukrainians have been hated all my life. I, I've heard them about them. Ukrainian Nazis. I, I, I sat in high school and heard Holocaust survivors talk about Ukrainians and how awful they are. And then all of a sudden, Ukrainians are just wonderful and they're all marvelous. But, you know, <laughs> but what about this doesn't fit? You know, it's just, it's just obvious. And, and all the stuff we do, this repellent, repulsive government uh, that is making the name American stink all over the world. Yeah, I, I'm a native-born American. I, virtually every single ancestor I have came here before the revolution. Uh, I'm descended from high-ranking officers on both my mother's and father's side uh, from the revolution. But I, but I can tell you my patriotism is worn very thin. Uh, and and, and I, I am keenly aware from traveling around the world just how hated this country is. Uh, in, in European countries, the people we think like us, they have to pretend to like us, but when you talk to them and they really think, this country is not liked, and we've That's done right. a lot to earn their hatred. Oh, by God. You know, more than people could ever imagine, and probably more than we even know. We'll be right back with the great and good Sam Dixon. One more segment, this special New Year's Eve live broadcast. Exposing Corruption. Informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
not only are our are, are guests making abbreviated appearances tonight, so too apparently are the commercial breaks. That wasn't the network's fault. That was the news feed that gets piped in uh, was having a little signal difficulty. But that's fine. That gives us more time with Sam Dixon this New Year's Eve. And, Mr. Producer, if you could just make sure the next uh, break, run, uh, the next commercial break runs, if you get it piped back up uh, at its scheduled time so we can get to Jared Taylor, who's coming up next. But... Uh, it is New Year's Eve. New Year's, this is a time of year for reflection and rejuvenation. It's a bittersweet time of year as you look back on what's happened and uh, still make plans and hopes and dreams for the future. And, uh, you know, Auld Lang Syne, Sam, I don't know how you take your Auld Lang Syne, but I take mine with a military cadence. But I know you particularly are fond of that song. I have heard you lead group singings of that song, and not just on New Year's Eve, throughout the year. Well, it's a way to remember old times and a better age and departed comrades. Um, it, it's a great song, and um, you know it. it, um, it, it the, the rest of the other verses are very nice too. So yes, I, I like the song very much. Group singing is something that has disappeared in America. When I was a child, there was a lot of group singing. The only place it survives now is in some churches where they still sing hymns, but it, it's just gone. People have no common repertory. Of songs, I used to occasionally be invited into schools to speak. Usually, as a, a freak, we we brought the freak in <laughs> because they they thought that I would I would be laughable. Maybe I was laughable, but what I would I would ask the students the first thing I said every everybody who can sing a folk song, a, a real American folk song, or a folk song of, of your country of origin of your family uh, in Europe, raise your hand. Usually, not a single hand would go up, and then I say, "Who here can anyone who can dance the folk dance? Anybody that knows the Virginia reel, uh, or, or the tarantella, or some some other folk dance? Raise your hand. Not a hand would go up, and I would tell them, this is very unusual for a generation to come along with absolutely no connection with its past. And so I'm not blaming you. I'm not asking this to blame you because you're not to blame. It's it's that teacher over there." That teacher is to blame, and, and the system the teacher represents. <laughs> uh, your parents are to blame for not rearing you properly. You have a right to be angry at the faculty <laughs> and, and your parents. <laughs> you, I, I can tell you weren't angling. You, you weren't angling for a, re, a return invita <laughs> invitation, no, uh, but rather making the one you had count. Be, there wouldn't be one anywhere, 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 anywhere. anywhere. There, there would never be one. You know, they, well, the the thing that's so conspicuous is that people like you and me are never asked to appear. We are talked about, but we're never heard mm. from. You know, these these uh, people in Congress. I like to say that they, these are the people that put the mock in democracy. Uh, that this crowd <laughs> running this Congress, they uh, they they uh, have had several hearings by by pompous um, committees, uh, self important committees that are going to investigate. Uh, hate uh, and white supremacy. And, so, and who do they have come? They have Dr. Heidi Byrish. Uh, she comes <laughs> and speaks. And, and various people from, from a Jewish racist group called the, the Anti-Defamation League, uh, people who support a Jewish ethnostate with a wall around it for themselves, but condemn it for us. They come and talk. But you and I are never asked to talk. You know, in the, in the bad old days of McCarthy and the House Committee on American Activities, the communists came to speak. They were allowed to make opening statements and concluding statements and edit things in the record and be heard. Yeah, well, it's I, equivalent I, of them, 
in, in, in the McCarthy era of the, of the House committee, if they just asked people to come from the John Birch Society and talk, that would be the equivalent, except the John Birch Society had more, a lot more credibility. Well, it's like you've said before, the they they pan McCarthy, but what they are doing is such an exaggeration of what they claimed he did, and it's just a, a joke yeah, to anyone cool. paying attention. And I also like what you said a moment ago. We're often talked about, but rarely heard from, and that's a, I'll steal yeah, that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put that into my bag of many uh, Dixonisms that I've stolen. Well, you know, they, but they, to, ought, they, ought James, they ought to have James Evers and Jared Taylor there, you know, these awful people. Let the world see the monsters. That's right. Bring the monster in. Let them see the the terrible monster. They won't do that because they're all liars, and they know they're liars. Uh, And and they're there to to stage a lying presentation like the January 6th committee that is after after Trump. Well, we we, okay, I'm glad you mentioned that word because with only a couple, three, well, we got about five minutes remaining. I, I forgot that my internal clock is off because the commercial break didn't run uh, the length that it uh, normally would have but we actually have about four or five minutes uh, just enough time to get into and we talked a little bit about january 6th with steve king last week and uh, on christmas eve and i thought he had a pretty good take on that uh, but but trump all right so trump is supposedly running for president he hasn't really done much since the announcement a lot of people are talking about the referral that the january 6th committee sent to merrick garland and they're talking about you know the he may or may not be indicted in new york you sam think that trump will most certainly be indicted and that there's a very good chance he'll be in prison but it might not come from where they're looking at or talking about right now what do you what do you think well there's something going on in atlanta that's gotten a, a very little attention i think the gateway pundit has mentioned it and the new york times has mentioned it but it's basically going on unnoticed and that is we have an african-american district attorney named Sonny willis uh, and she sees an opportunity to promote herself and so she is holding grand jury hearings to uh, seeking an indictment against trump uh because of the phone call he made to the secretary of state the rhino Roethlisberger. Uh, in which he said, find me 11,000 votes. Well, that, that statement could be a very innocent statement. And you're not supposed to indict people unless you have, you have, uh, you're not supposed to prosecute them unless you have a reasonable belief that they can be proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. That, that, is, a, that is not enough uh, to, to prove him guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. But she's doing that. Uh, and she's doing this in a jurisdiction, Fulton County, that voted about 82% for Biden, and it's about 50% African-American. Uh, my guess is that African-Americans probably make up 60% of the members of the grand jury, uh, and they're probably 10% of the people in the grand jury voted for Trump. They, she only needs a majority vote to get him indicted. Uh, and she's also seeking uh, what they call a RICO indictment against him, racketeering uh, indictment. And she's trying to indict all of the Republican electors, too, and several officials of the Republican Party. I don't see any way that she's not going to get an indictment. Grand juries are made up of lay people who are just putty in the hands of, of district attorneys. I've had district, associate district attorneys or friends of mine laugh and say that they could indict ham sandwiches with their grand juries. Uh, and, you know, the grand jury, they, they, there's no defense counsel there. There's nobody to put up the case against the indictment. It's only the district attorney. And the grand jury is going to be people that are going to want this. They're going to be lapping it up. They're going to want it. Uh, and so, I, and, and she doesn't dare drop the prayer for it. I mean, she spent millions of dollars of taxpayer money and focused the DA's office on this thing to the exclusion of prosecuting real criminals. 
You can't get a forgery indictment now in Fulton County. You can't get anybody prosecuted. We we're having an epidemic of forgery because they're busy uh, with their uh, grandstanding. But anyway, they're going to indict Trump, and then he's going to be tried by a Fulton County judge. And I can tell you, virtually all of them are, are locked in lockstep with the system, and he'll be tried in front of a Fulton County jury made up of people who hate him. I, I don't see any way that he's going to get. A, you know, I think the chance of him getting acquitted is there's no chance he won't be indicted, and his chance of winning a criminal case in front of that kind of jury is one in fifty. So we're talking so that, about a criminal case, not a civil case, where he'd pay a fine, but where there might actually be prison time. Go to jail. Go to jail. Yeah, and he'll be tried in front of a judge who will be hell bent uh, on getting into the basketball <laughs> and, and showing that he or she is on the side of. of uh, uh, of the woke people and getting getting a pat on the head from the Atlanta Journal Constitution and National Public Radio. So Can you imagine <laughs> the for, a former president being in you know in a circus kangaroo court? Like it's, that? it's like I'm saying, this is what I would have him do. It's the kind of thing that would go on in Zaire or Uganda and other squalid third world countries, and that's why you're having it in America, because the American government has become like the government of Idi Amin. It is a squalid, nasty, lying, obviously corrupt third world government. And so this is good for us. This will be, this oh, no, it is. It is. it is. It is. It is. Not good for Trump, but good for us. I would love to see what those tens of millions of diehard Trump voters, you know, how, how far, how much further they radicalize if they pull a stunt like that. And it, I, listen, I, I think it is very much within the realm of possibility. And if that does happen, we're setting up a remote studio uh, uh, in Atlanta with you and uh, for weekly updates. Probability, probability. Uh, so, you know, it, and it, it, the whole thing is so hypo- hypocritical. Like, all, they, all, these people are just made up of hypocrites. You, you, look, you look at that January 6th committee, that one of the four crimes they want Trump indicted and prosecuted for is that he um, – he sought to defraud the American government by making false statements. Now, who is on that committee pontificating and preening herself before an adoring media in bringing that charge? None other than Liz, See, weapons of mass destruction, yes, there it is. Cheney, a woman the, the, with Bush. her father, has made millions and tens of millions of dollars out of the war. She's a something worse than prostitution uh, and drugs. Uh, and who did it by lying to the American people about non-existent weapons of mass destruction, as a result of which they, they added $6 trillion to the national debt, which mm-hmm. went into the pocket of them and their friends, uh, and they, they caused thousands of Americans to lose their lives, hundreds of thousands of Iraqis to lose their lives, uh, and, and we've got all these guys on television, on Fox News, and wheelchairs, well, that little woman, that little, I won't use the word. It, it's one. I know what weird. you want to say. Well, well that woman <laughs> sits there and talks, we need to indict President Trump. He's morally unfit to hold for yeah, well, why, you, you, you stole it right out of my pocket. I had it in mind to say that Bush and Bush et al., along with, obviously, Cheney and the, the whole system, countless dead, maimed, Americans, Iraqis, that's not a crime. That's Nobody got indicted for that, but Trump, talk but that just fraud, goes to talk show. About, talk, talk about fraud on the American government. Fraud on the American government. Cheney, the Cheney, Sam, are the absolute 
Hulu. Scum of the earth. We're out of time, though. It's never enough time with you, but Happy New Year, brother. We'll talk to you again soon. Jared Taylor up next. Thank I'm Michael Hill, president of the League of the South. I and my compatriots are Southern nationalists. We seek the survival, well-being, and independence of the Southern people, our people. The League wants a South that enjoys the sweet fruits of Christian liberty and prosperity, but our current situation won't allow it. We must have our independence from Washington, D.C. and the globalists. The present system cannot be reformed. Without independence, we will continue down this path of destruction. To us, this is not acceptable. I'm asking you, Southern man and woman, to join us today to free the South. Call us at 256-757-6789 or see our website at www.leagueofthesouth.com. God save the South. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Scottish bagpipe rendition of Auld Lang Syne. You could do a lot worse than that. Could you not? Jared Taylor, the editor of American Renaissance, author of Paved with Good Intentions, White Identity, and If We Do Nothing. I'm at amren.com right now. You should be too, but not if you're driving in your car and listening on the radio. But uh, when you get home, amren.com, send them a donation. Send them your support. They've been doing it longer than I, and not a lot of people can say that as we head into a brand new year. We've got at least three of the top five most interviewed guests on the program tonight, including number one himself, Jared Taylor, right here, right now, live on your radio, New Year's Eve. Happy New Year, Jared. Happy New Year to you, Brother James Edwards. Uh, I did admire those bagpipes. I detected Ah. them. They Scott's ancestral souls. Yes, they did. Each uh, each and every 
verse in that particular rendition sort of ups the ante and uh, I'll, I'll email it to you later uh, but it's oh. a good one I've shared it with Sam Dixon as well who was on immediately before you tonight uh, this New Year's Eve hey listen thank you for coming on it's not easy to get guests on a live broadcast on uh, New Year's Eve unless it's our guests and in this program because you want to be with friends and family on holidays and that's exactly what everybody coming on the show tonight is and and everybody who i asked came on tonight uh and 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 jared included of course in that company and thank you so much for that jared so it's uh it's a time of reflection and rejuvenation as i told sam we're looking at uh, back on 2022 with an eye upon the horizon with 2023 just a few hours away where do we stand tonight jared as a, as a people and as a collective going into the new year well uh, i did want to first of all reply to the fact that uh, we all agreed to join because your guests are very loyal to you, James, and for good reason. Oh, we admire the that. work you do, and you are very much a comrade in this fight. As for where we stand, well, you know, this year was a very bad year in some respects, and to me, the worst aspect of it really by far was this terrible fratricidal war in Ukraine. Yes. I did not think I would ever see another full-scale war of white people slaughtering each other, and every death is grievous to me. Of course, uh, it is true that the Russians were the aggressors here, but we so much helped goad the Russians into feeling that their vital interests were attacked, as in fact they were, and I don't want to go into the wrongs and the rights of this, but it really infuriates me the way people see this as a fight between angels. Well, and you know, and that's an old trick of the American government, of course, Jared, uh, to goad other countries into war. That's not yeah. the first time. And then if they, if we can't entice them into firing the first shot, well, we could do it ourselves. But yeah, yeah. It, it, just because it's uh, the government of America, I, I, I don't necessarily want to use the terms are and their government, but... It doesn't mean it's a righteous thing just because it's the government of this country that we live in. No, no, and I hate these gloating videos that the Sun newspaper puts up. Russian tanks exploded, bombed one after another, as if they were not frightened young people in every one of those tanks, all blowing up and dying. No, this is absolutely horrible to me. And then we've got this uh, pushy squirt Zelensky. I mean, I understand he thinks he's defending his country and all that, but he tells us that this is a fight for democracy. Well, phooey, it's a fight for democracy. He's banned all the political opposition. It's a fight for his country. Okay, but to tell us that we're investing in democracy, Americans all fall for this rubbish. Uh, no, the whole well, with the hundred billion dollars he's got, and he came up here with the bag last week. And uh, as I shared with Sam a moment ago, Ann Coulter had said, "Should we send our tax returns directly made payable to him, or what's what's going on here?" <laughs> it seems like he he could have afforded a change of costume at at some point in the last year. He's been in the same clothes this whole time but uh, this this, yeah, this whole thing is just uh, pageantry in a way although the the death and the carnage is very real and it is just a, a, a terrible terrible shame as you said this uh, fratricidal war amongst yes. our people again here we are yes that was to me absolutely the worst thing and i urge all of your listeners who are men or women who pray to pray for peace 
those young white men facing each other across the battle lines in the freezing cold, they need a chance to go home and start families. Many of them, uh, there are 100,000 casualties on either side. None of those men probably will start families. No, it, uh, every day, every day I grieve over this terrible uh, blood. Amen. But, no, 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 that's a, that's a fantastic sentiment to share tonight as we share our hopes for for what will come and uh, we hope that this will end and that there can be a favorable resolution. It's, it's hard to believe with the American government sort of driving NATO and we know, listen, I mean, you know, you want to talk about the treachery of the American government, you go all the way back to the war between the states and what they did to our ancestors in the South, burning them out of house and home, defenseless civilian populations. This is not a good country that we live in and it hasn't been for a hell of a long time. We have good people here. Uh, but the the overseers of the whole operation, uh, how far do you have to go back to where they were putting the best interests of the people at heart? I, 1700s or early 1800s? I don't know. It seems that way. You've got to go back mighty far. But, uh, you know, for me, the best thing that happened this year also was on the other side of what we used to call the Iron Curtain. And it was the re-election of Viktor Orban yes, by a landslide yes. to a third term. What a, what a wonderful man he is. And it was just last summer in a speech in Romania, he said all of those great things. He says, uh, Western Europeans, they're no longer nations. They're just conglomerations of people. And he says he refers to Western Europe as the post-West. The West has moved east. And then he said that remarkable thing, uh, we in Hungary, we're, we, we will accept a mix of European people, but we will never be mixed yes. race. <laughs> wow. And then he, a prime minister, a head of state saying that, and yeah. not, not some backwater state. I mean, Hungary is a pretty big player saying that uh, publicly and never backing down. Uh, Jared, yeah. that's remarkable. That's absolutely yeah. remarkable. Oh, I was thrilled. And then in that same speech, he recommended that people read the Camp of the Saints. And that's how they would understand <laughs> the psychological disarmament, this uh, psychological inability for the West to defend itself. What a wonderful man. My gosh, wouldn't it be great to have a leader like that in this country? Boy, yeah, have we ever had one? I mean, I guess so. Maybe, I mean, we had Jefferson Davis, we had George Washington, yeah. but like you said, you have to go back mighty far. Uh, yes, but. But, you know, this is the thing that is animating. I mean, so we were talking about the best and the worst, the war, the inflation, that, that, that's bad. The best is, uh, you know, th there has been an increased level of white racial consciousness uh, here I'm in America, done. certainly, and, and throughout the, the Western world as well, to the, to, uh, all the way up to, I think that's, a, you know, a, a, a top-end level of it, what you just mentioned with Orban. But, uh, yeah. but it's there, and it's beneath the surface, and it's simmering. And I think, Jared, that there is a... Level of discontent that is ready to explode if someone would just step into the moment and harness it. And I, 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 I never believe that the reclamation of our destiny is as far as away as it may be. I think it's a thing that happens uh, very gradually, and then all of a sudden, this is something that if if the right man, the right man, the right person, the right spirit, the right time, I think the time is right. Uh, in many ways, if he if he gets there and and is not afraid, well, uh, and there's a lot to be afraid of. They will ruin you. I mean, we've seen this with celebrities like Kanye West. I mean, it's a, a very formidable, uh, <laughs> formidable situation you're you're, you're stepping into. But uh, the people are there. But the people need a leader. Revolutions are top yeah. down. Yes, yes. 
I think that the person who would be most invulnerable would not be some kind of business magnate. Uh, even the my pillow guy, he took a terrible beating financially, but he has come along nonetheless. What we need is a congressman or a senator, some or a governor, that would be wonderful, who really comes right out and says the things that need to be said, just as Viktor Orban does, and who profits from say, telling the truth at the polls. I think that's not inconceivable. That can happen. That could happen next year. It could happen the year after that. I agree with you. There is just this rumbling, boiling discontent, and at some point it's going to bubble and boil over. It has to. I mean, that is that is a law of nature. That is, you, you reach a, you reach that boiling point, and it has to have a release. And, and, and we talk about, I mean, this is something that's, observable uh, a, a social um stress level uh, you yeah. have to have a release i mean you had a you had a societal stress level release during the war between the states it builds up to a certain level of discontent and it has to uh be resolved one way or another now it doesn't mean that it's going to be resolved favorably but it means that we will have an opportunity and i think that we will live to see that jared oh i think you certainly will and, uh, I, <laughs> oh, no. Hey, you're in better shape than I am. I've seen you planking and all kinds of things. So, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think uh, there there are definite definite possibilities there. One of the good things, of course, was uh, the rich richest man in the world. Uh, apparently, he's no longer the richest man in the world after Tesla stock took a dive. But buying out uh, Twitter and releasing all these files that show just how colossally corrupt our bureaucracies, our intelligence bureaucracies are. This, it's wonderful that this be just laid out for the whole world to see. Now, and, e Elon Musk now, though, has to free Jared Taylor and get at J.A.R. Taylor back on uh, Twitter. And uh, then, uh, then I tell you, that's something we can celebrate in the coming year. Jared, an hour with you is never enough. These abbreviated appearances only whet the appetite, but I want to thank you again for coming on. I know you have things to do tonight, but uh, thank you for coming on, even for a short stint, and uh, we will talk oh, to you again very soon. We're never far away. Always a pleasure and an honor, Brother James, and a Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, brother. Talk to you again uh, very soon. And uh, the yes, Parade sir. of All-Stars continues next in our second hour. Thank you, Jared. Amran.com. The best of the best. In ancient times, man roamed the earth in a constant state of hunting or being hunted. Introducing Caveman, where cutting-edge science meets ancient super nutrients. Secure your bottle right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Herbs have been used by people since the dawn of time. When Rockefeller introduced allopathic medicine, many herbal remedies fell by the wayside as people put their faith in prescription pills and the world just gets sicker. Here at Heathen Herbs, we look to the past and to nature for answers. We offer tinctures, magnesium skin cream, lip balm, tooth powder, colloidal silver throat spray, and more. Check us out at HeathenHerbs.com. You're listening to The Political Cesspool on ResolutionRDO.com. Call and listen now at 607-203-5423.
That's 607-203-5423. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more, up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover SelfDefenseFund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. You're listening to The Political Cesspool on ResolutionRDO.com. Call and listen now at 607-203-5423. That's 607-203-5423. The only untold story of World War II you will ever need to know. You have done a magnificent job. The visual impact that people will experience when they see what you have produced, you've been very impartial in your presentation, and you have allowed the people, the viewers, to make up their own mind. You present the the evidence, and anyway, it's an honor to have you on the program. To find out more on this phenomenal documentary series, Go to thegreateststorynevertold.tv You're listening to the Liberty News Radio Network, and this is the Political Cesspool. The Political Cesspool, known across the South and worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program. And here to guide you through the murky waters of the political cesspool is your host, James Edwards. tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I grew up singing that particular hymn in my very small Southern Baptist church for so many years, but we never had an orchestra back it quite like that at the Royal Albert Hall. Welcome back, folks. We're one week removed from Christmas. A week ago tonight, we were talking with former Congressman Steve King, Pastor Brett McAtee, a trio of lovely ladies on our Christmas Eve broadcast. How about tonight, though? So far, it's our New Year's Eve spectacular. 
You've already heard from Sam Dixon and Jared Taylor. Now we have Chief Michael Hill. He is the president of the League of the South. He is the author of two books on Celtic warfare, a former university professor. Uh, Chief, it is great to have you on. I really wanted to have you on on this, our New Year's Eve extravaganza. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, James. Always a pleasure to be on, and a happy new year to you and everyone at the political cesspool. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we're going to give all the contact information for League of the South, uh, an organization to which I proudly belong. Uh, But, uh, Michael, uh, one of the things I wanted you on tonight for was a little bit above and beyond what some of the others are on for, to kind of look back on the year that was and look forward to the year to come and predictions and reflections and all of that. But uh, I got some emails, uh, some letters in that I thought you would be perfect to answer. Here's one. Here's one. This comes from a listener in Virginia. And he writes, I've recently seen a verse in the Gospels in a new light, wondering why it's not used more during the Christmas season as Jesus explains why he was born. And he quotes uh, John chapter 18, verse 37. Jesus answered, you can say correctly that I am the king. For this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who hears the truth hears my voice. And then our listener writes, there is certainly no greater compliment than to be identified with Christ as Europeans have for nearly 2,000 years. This is why the demonically animated globalist Marxists are trying to destroy us in any and every which way they can. And I can't help but make the comparison to you as well every Saturday night and your guests who bravely and truthfully testify, and we're better for it. And that goes to you, Mike, and everybody who's on the show tonight, uh, our all-time uh, favorite guest program mainstays. How would you respond to that letter? Well, I would say that uh, when Christ came into this world, uh, we don't need to see it as just a little baby in a manger. Obviously, that that's the incarnation. But what we need to see it is as a king invading the enemy's territory. The enemy the enemy had that territory since Eden, and the incarnation was the coming of of God through the portal of eternity into time, and that was an invasion. <laughs> I think the first. The first person on the other side to really uh, understand that was King Herod. He knew what was coming. <laughs> so this was, this was a, a you know an invasion, as it were. Um, and I'm I'm really uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, folks have begun to see it like that. I, I know that uh, Pastor McAtee, who I listen to from time to time, characterized it that way one time. I think he's absolutely right. Uh, that, you know, that this was uh, the beginning of the end for the bad guys. And what we have to do is persevere. And this time of the year, with uh, the advent of Christ and the beginning of a new year, should give us hope uh, in renewing the struggle year after year, because it is going to be a multi-year struggle, I think. And um, we, we should struggle. be refreshed. Yeah, well, it is. It's an eternal struggle, um, or at least up to eternity. And we are going to uh, be the victors. It's just a matter of when. But we know the victory is already won. Well, that's absolutely right uh, in an eternal and the spiritual sense. But uh, we want to make and leave a better world for ourselves and our posterity because we know that here as warriors on this temporal plane of existence that we call life, we are connected to our past, to our forebears, to the great in our situation, Mike, in our 
ancestry, the great southern warriors here, and not just in the American South, but going back to uh, England and Scotland as well. Uh, and, uh, of course, to those who will come after us. And I received so many Christmas cards. I was talking about this at the top of the show. So many letters, so many handwritten, heartfelt cards. And I pulled a few of them aside for you, uh, like, uh, like this uh, from Katie in Maryland. And Katie writes, uh, Dear James, wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I want you to know how much I enjoy and look forward to listening to you and Keith each week. I especially love, and she underlines the, the word love, it when you discuss the true history of the South, as I know you have listeners all over the world, and it makes me so happy that they are able to learn the truth from proud Southerners. And that's Katie. Uh, Stuart here in uh, rural Tennessee writes, Merry Christmas to my brothers, sisters, and friends that support the political cesspool. James Keith and the regular guests are doing the Lord's work. Here's praying for a great awakening for the whole of our people in the new year. God bless the Confederacy. And also Steve up in Pennsylvania. Uh, who sent in a contribution and thanked us for all that we do. He writes that he's a Yankee by birth, but a rebel by choice. Uh, what, how would you correlate the Southern fighting spirit and the manifest magnificent of Christ? Well, Christ came into the world to be our prophet, priest, and king, and our commander. You know, uh, the book of Revelation depicts him coming again on a, on a white horse and, uh, as our not not as a baby, as I mentioned before, but as a commander, and we we are his troops, we are soldiers, and I think as Christian warriors, uh, we should uh, we should never forget that we have not just a spiritual fight, uh, which I think the churches want to spiritualize all this so they won't have to actually do anything. But this this uh, this fight is and the churches are a problem. And the churches are a problem. Oh. Uh, to Absolutely Christians themselves and to Christendom itself. Absolutely, because they want to spiritualize everything. And I'm not trying to take anything away from that, but the our existence is, is a combination of the spiritual and the physical, and you can't separate one from the other. And I think the coming of Christ in human form cements that fact uh, very, very soundly, uh, should anyway in our minds, that we have two elements there that are blended together inextricably and that is our spiritual side and our physical side. And James, that means that you can't get by with just spiritually opposing evil. You have got to physically oppose hey, evil. That, and that's now what we're we getting Southerners, somewhere. That's what we Southerners have always understood. And that's one reason we have the League of the South, is to have a vehicle to do something like that with. Ladies and gentlemen, he's one of the greatest warriors I know. He's Dr. Michael Hill and a man that we couldn't have done this New Year's Eve program without. We'll be right back with him. Stay tuned. I'm Michael Hill, president of the League of the South. I and my compatriots are Southern nationalists. We seek the survival, well-being, and independence of the Southern people, our people. The League wants a South that enjoys the sweet fruits of Christian liberty and prosperity but our current situation won't allow it. We must have our independence from Washington, D.C. and the globalists. The present system cannot be reformed. Without independence, we will continue down this path of destruction. To us, this is not acceptable. I'm asking you, Southern man and woman, to join us today to free the South. Call us at 256-757-6789 or see our website at www.leagueofthesouth.com. God save the South. 
Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Folks, if you know the song, you could sing along. But if you don't and you want to see the words with captions, we posted it last week at thepoliticalcesspool.org, one of my all-time favorite hymns. And if you grew up in the South, you probably know it. Uh, but that's uh, a little bit of Southern cultural appropriation that we would like to extend to all of you. We're back with Chief Michael Hill. Uh, Michael, there was one email in particularly that came in this week that I had to have you on to answer. And of all the good letters and cards we've shared so far tonight, uh, I haven't got to the one that I thought was perfect for you. And here it is. It's from a listener named Jerry. And this is what Jerry writes. I wish to write you all and express my surprise at how much I enjoyed the political cesspool. I only recently started to listen to the show in the last couple of months after hesitating for some time. The hesitation stemmed from not really wanting to listen to a show hosted by a Southern Nationalist. My previous experiences with people that claimed to be Southern Nationalists were that most were concerned with dressing up in costumes and parading around at Civil War reenactments. Sure, they went against the grain for a small segment of American history, noting that it was indeed a war of Northern aggression and that the South fought for their rights, but that was about as deep as it went. They were either not concerned about their race and completely oblivious to the Jewish question or were unwilling to share such controversial sentiments with a non-Southerner. When I finally made the dive into the political cesspool, I was happy to find that you and your crew were neither unconcerned nor oblivious and were willing to broadcast it to whoever would listen. This show is consistently on point with addressing the state of white Americans, not just Southerners, and calling out Jewish power for what it is. On top of that, you have hosted some fantastic guests that I never would have guessed could be found on American airwaves today. I still have disagreements with some of your viewpoints. However, when considering the big picture, my disagreements are superficial and could hardly be even labeled a molehill, let alone a mountain. There are much bigger, more threatening fish to fry than our meta 
physical differences. If it ever came down to it, I would much rather share a foxhole with you and your dedicated listeners and guests than the average Fox News viewer. I sincerely have the best wishes for you and your whole crew this holiday season, all that you have given me. Hope that there are based Southern Nationalists fighting the good fight. I look forward to keeping up with your show throughout all of next year. Take care and uh, continue the care and dedication you put into this show. It is evident even to a new listener like myself. Uh, Michael, that comes from listener Jerry, uh, who we have not had any prior contact to. I want to thank Jerry for that uh, particular comment. I thought you were the perfect man to answer it. Um, Jerry's right uh, about all of that. And uh, for, I, I think you are the living embodiment of everything Jerry's talking about. I mean, for whatever credit we're due, we look up to you in terms of that letter. Well, that's a magnificent letter, really. Uh, and uh, he, he certainly uh, did a good job of characterizing the show. You know, uh, I started out uh, when I was six years old, just, you know, thinking about that four years uh, from 1861 to 1865, because I was so interested in, in military affairs and, and the affairs uh, of my ancestors, my own blood. But as I got older, I began to, to understand that this was a much broader conflict than just that. Uh, and the South has something that the, the Jew uh, enemy, the enemy uh, that crucified Christ and has been trying to destroy his church for 2,000 years, uh, particularly targets the South because the South has traditionally been the most uh, Christian uh, segment of the country, the most traditionalist. We stand up for all the things that the globalist, what, what I will now call the Satanist, uh, are trying to do. And, and, and we're, at the, uh, we're at the top of the line for those they want to destroy. And that's why the South has been the target. And if we don't identify the right enemy, we won't win this war. And the enemy, I've tried to tell my, my friends, the enemy is not the Yankee. Uh, you know, they may have been our enemies for four years, and that was very unfortunate four years. Of course, they should have let us go on uh, our own way, and we'd all been better off. Well, it's just but like World War the, II. We all lost that war, did we not, Michael? Yeah, we did. We did. And I think if the Confederacy had been allowed to, to form itself without, uh, you know, being uh, forcibly forced back into this union, there would not have been a World War One or World War II. I, that, I was would, about to say that. Amen. Yeah. We wouldn't have this Jew problem that we have today, but they have taken over America institution by institution for the last 100 years. And until we are ready to admit that and deal with it as Christians, not just Southerners, but Christians uh, all over the world, but particularly in my concern here in the South. That's why we formed the league, because these other groups, and I'm not going to mention them by name that Jerry was talking about, won't deal with this question. And we will deal with it. And how can people who want to be a part of an organization who will lead become more familiar? Now, what's your website? How can people join? How can people support? Well, they can uh, go to our website, which is www.leagueofthesouth.com. And on there, it shows you how to get in touch with me in the office. You can do that by phone, by email, uh, some social media platforms, uh, but I would be uh, very glad to talk with you, send you information packet, answer any questions that you have, and enroll you in the League of the South. We need you. We very much need you. 
I, I want to ask you a question that would take an hour for you to answer. But before I do that, I want to make mention of one thing that Jerry wrote. I mean, everything in that e uh, letter, uh, email, that, that actually was an email. I printed it out, so I'm reading it now as a letter because it was a little bit lengthy. Uh, was fantastic. But I put in the part that Jerry left about having disagreements with us. I, I think it's wonderful that Jerry can have disagreements with us and still support us so many times. I mean, Michael, you've probably seen this more times than you can remember, and I have too in our careers. If people can find just one area of disagreements, they will use that one area of disagreement to uh, disband all bonds of fellowship, whereas I look for one one thing to agree with somebody on, to close ranks with them on. So the fact that people can disagree with us on some things, and maybe they're talking about our faith, because listen, and I am a Christian. I am a Southerner. Uh, but I could share a foxhole with a non-believer who is fighting for our race or somebody who was born outside of the South who is fighting for our faith uh, just as easily as I could anybody. Well, in fact, quite a lot more easily than I could anybody in uh, uh, you know, some of these churches these days. Uh, so I, I think that's an important point that Jerry, yeah. that Jerry mentioned, and I appreciate that. Don't look for reasons to disband fellowship. Don't look for reasons. Well, I can't support this guy because I finally heard something he said that I didn't like. But ninety percent of it, I agree with. But you know, here's that. So we're going to move on. We got to be. That we happens. don't have that luxury, that Michael. Happens. No, we don't. That happens. You know, I've been at at this with the league, uh, and I was uh, at it before the league in in different ways. But I've been at this with the league for thirty years. Uh, every once in a while, something like that will come up, and we lose members uh, that we've really, really worked hard to recruit because they disagree with us on one thing, one thing. You're right, James. We don't have the luxury of doing that. There are too few of us, and our resources are slim as it is. Uh, we need to band together and find that one thing, big thing, that we all do agree on and work from there and forget about the other things. And once we banish the enemy from our midst, we can deal with those other things that divide us. Not now. No, not now. I think right now we got to decide whether or not our people are going to survive. And then we can yes. get into the uh, uh, to the fraternal quarrels. But, you know, right now we got to close ranks. And that includes, I concern myself with the well-being of all white people. Certainly Southern Christians are nearest and dearest to my heart. But But listen... Uh, they're all family, all of our people throughout the world. Russians are our family. I mean, probably a lot more than a lot of the Southern Baptists. Certainly the Southern Baptist leadership is. And so <laughs> that's, that's right. a whole other topic of, of conversation. But, Michael, we only have about a minute remaining. You got some good news in with regard to the Charlottesville verdict. We're going to have you back on to talk about that in January, uh, if you'd be so willing. But uh, give us a 30-minute synopsis of what happened. Okay, I think you mean 30 seconds. Okay, 30 seconds, we, we, 30 seconds, yes, 30 seconds. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Back in November of 20, uh, 2021, we got a $2 million judgment against us. Uh, the judge released his uh, findings on, on the case, final report on the case yesterday. That $2 million has been reduced down to $30,000 punitive damages. Uh, praise God for that. I don't want to pay these people a penny. But let me tell you, if we do have to pay something, 30000 is a hell of a lot better than $2 million. No, that's absolutely right. God's will be done, and uh, God looks out for his people. We don't always understand his ways. Why didn't the Confederacy win? But, Michael, we will have you back in January. Thank you so much. We'll be back right after this. Proclaiming liberty across the land. 
You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Dave Collins. Los Angeles Archbishop Jose Gomez paying tribute to Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. The Vatican announced earlier today the pontiff died following a period of ill health. Benedict was elected Pope in 2005. He resigned in 2013 due to health problems. He was the first pontiff in 600 years to step down. His funeral is scheduled for Thursday in St. Peter's Square. He was 95. Flowers are being placed on Barbara Walters' Hollywood Walk of Fame star. The pioneering broadcast journalist died Friday in New York. The cause of death was not disclosed. One part of her storied career, she was very well known for her celebrity interviews, like this one with Sean Connery. An interview in which you said... It's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. And I didn't I, love that. I haven't changed my opinion. You haven't? No. Barbara Walters was 93. After not getting any help from residents in a western New York neighborhood during last week's blizzard, one man did what he needed to do. Jay Withy broke into an elementary school in Cheektowaga after he wasn't able to get shelter from the storm. He told WIVB that he opened the doors to others who were stranded after breaking one of the school's windows to gain entry. Among the group of 24, Demario Johnson. He said, but here's a school. They have heat, they have food, they have a bathroom. He said, I'm about to break in and we're going in. He said, are you with me? I said, Yes, sir. After eating the school's food and using a John Deere to dig their cars out, everyone left the school in the condition they found it in, except for the broken window and a note signed, Merry Christmas, Jay. I'm Kenneth Burns. 2023, just around the corner, the Pacific Nation of Carabas was the first to welcome in the new year. Final preparations underway at Times Square in New York City for the big ball drop. This is USA News. My Pillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get the Giza Dream Bed Sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a My Pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. They're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code USA or call 800-951-8175 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98 and get all your shopping done now while quantities last.
Oh, my God, I love this time of year. It's Christmas time. Uh, Christmas was last week, yes. Former uh, United States Representative Steve King, Pastor Brett McAtee tonight, New Year's Eve, a week removed from Christmas Eve, an all-star panel of guests, the best of the best. And that's why we go now to Sam Bushman, the owner of the very network, Liberty News Radio, who syndicates this program for the last, what, 13 years, and uh, the host of the Liberty Roundtable, dear good friend, family, really, and he's with us now for the next couple of segments. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice indeed. I didn't know they were talking about Sam Bushman, but here he is now. Sam, happy new year, brother. It's great to have you on. This is a time for friend and family, and that's who we're having on tonight. Ha happy Christmas. Merry New Year. And when you say praise the Lord, I got to say pass the ammunition. <laughs> that's absolutely right. Hey, listen, everybody. You know, this is our 18th year on the air. Sam uh, Bushman celebrated his 25th year on the air last year, now into year 26. That's uh, pretty long in the tooth for both. But uh, Sam and I were just talking a moment ago in the break, and it seems impossible to believe. So tomorrow, obviously, will be 2023. And that will make it seven years to the week. Seven years to the week. If you go back to our very first show of 2016, well, I'll let Sam take it away because a picture of Sam was front page news all across the nation. What was going on seven years ago that first week in 2016, which was such a transcendent year for us with the Donald Trump campaign and how much news we made uh, approximate to that. It was just an incredible year in the history of TPC. But it all started that very first week. And why, Sam? It was freezing cold now, and it was freezing cold then. Now it's snowing, though. Then it was sunny, but freezing cold, almost zero degrees. I was with Richard Mack and Kurt Crosby, Ammon Bundy, and many others, uh, and we were at the rally for the Hammonds to free them from their jail sentence that they were about to be abused with. Uh, we went there in the morning, incredible day, incredible rally, we literally kissed the Hammonds and shook their hands and swore to them we would never forget them. And I remember being in the freezing cold, the snow on the ground. It was literally like five degrees outside. And we sang Amazing Grace to the Hammonds. Well, after that, Ammon Bundy went to the Mount Hero Wildlife Refuge, invited me to be the inside media man. Uh, I refused. He invited Richard Mack to be the inside law enforcement man, the sheriff on the inside, if you will. Richard Mack refused. Pete Santilli, my dear friend, called me and said, hey, Sam, I just got invited to be the inside guy for Ammon Bundy uh, and go inside the Mount Hero Wildlife Refuge. Should I do it? I said, no, Pete, you should not do it. I turned them down. That's why they're coming to you. Don't do it. Well, Pete chose to ignore my advice, and he, along with Ammon Bundy, served in prison for a couple of years. I don't believe they were guilty of anything, but nevertheless, the government abused them nevertheless. I, on the other hand, headed back to uh, the, well, I guess we headed back to Boise is where we headed. Uh, and then we took off from there and, and came home. But I literally, on my way back from that event, while uh, at a, a car repair center to fix a tire, came on TPC Live. And while my picture was being plastered all over the mainstream press with their lies and dishonesty, I was on TPC Live 
Setting first, the record straight, James. First Saturday of, of um, January 2016, and then, of course, the Trump campaign, Donald Trump Jr., all the news that was made that year. It was a monumental year. It was seven years ago. It seems like yesterday, and that is very, very scary as we welcome in <laughs> the dawn of a new year here, here tonight. And let's talk about that, Sam. I've got something I want to talk. There's a news story that's out there right now that you were the perfect guest to answer and respond to. And we'll get to that in our next segment. Uh, but first, as we look back on the year that was, the best and the worst of 2022 and uh, where we're going in 2020, uh, 2023, yeah, that, that's right, uh, as a network. Yes, uh, so answer it all. Best and worst of the year that was and where what we're looking at in the year to come here on Liberty right. News the, Radio Network and our affiliated broadcasts. The best is I was named CEO of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. I am now the CEO of that organization. Richard Mack is still the president and founder and still heavily involved, but I am running the organization day to day. That is some of the best news. We have put together a new sitting advisory board with no less than Michael Perutka, constitutional attorney, Sam Bushman, Richard Mack, and several former and sitting sheriffs as well. Sheriff Williams from Texas, Sheriff Darleaf from Michigan, Sheriff Bob Songer from Washington, uh, former Sheriff Dar, uh, I'm sorry, former Sheriff um, Brad Rogers. Uh, and so we've got an incredible board set up and we're working on our state directors uh, across the country. So that's one of the best news uh, of 2022. The other best news is we had a press conference in July, right before Freedom Fest in Las Vegas at the Ahern Hotel, where we publicly announced our support and push for over 3,000 sheriffs in the nation to investigate election integrity issues. A huge event. The mainstream press went berserk. The New York Times attacked us relentlessly. I got the chance physically in person to run off a New York Times reporter who was harassing sheriffs. She literally ran away from us and from my barrage of confrontation face-to-face -face with her in the middle of the hotel. Everybody gathered to watch the confrontation. Uh, so that was one of the best things uh, as well because we stand for the sacred cause of liberty. I think the worst thing that's happened in 2022 uh, is really the uh, allowing of election fraud to continue instead of just 2020. Uh, and then us getting a handle on it, they have proven election fraud is on steroids and is not going away anytime soon. Amen. That's what we learned in 2022. And the Republicans are as guilty of it as the Democrats, James. No, that's absolutely right. Everything you say is absolutely right. We were talking about some of the best and the worst. The worst being the war in uh, Eastern Europe, inflation, uh, you know, a couple of uh, ideas for what the best could yeah, be. Yeah, but I think the election fraud is even worse than that. You've got a Republican no, no, in New yeah, York yeah. now. Okay, and this Republican in New York literally lied and cheated and stealed to get elected. Um, he painted this picture. His name is George. He painted this picture of who he is not. And now we find out he lied at every turn. Now, if the Republicans don't remove him over this, they're all guilty of election fraud. Anybody who doesn't speak out against him is, in my opinion, part and partial to saying fraud is fine if it's in our camp. That's the greatest tragedy of 2022, sir. Absolutely right. And then this whole idea that you can uh, have this this mail-in voting, this mail-in balloting that's completely rife for 
fraudulent ballots uh, being sent in, and it's worth as much as the vote on Election Day where you have to present your identification and you have to go up to a, a, a poll worker and all of that, as I do. I have, I have voted in every election since I turned 18, and uh, I have never not voted on Election Day. I present my ID. I do it. I sign uh, the – I put my signature on the line. And, uh, yes, I mean, this whole uh, – Carrie Lake, I, I think there is a lot of uh, – credence to uh to what she is claiming and she's gonna you know be hung out to dry because yeah but carrie lake's a problem too though because carrie lake and donald trump just had at mar-a-lago a big promotion of gay bash of the gay uh, okay. uh, and lesbian <laughs> agenda so let's not let them off the hook so easy well you know that's what i say you know we have the good we have the perfect let's not let the good be the enemy of the perfect but i mean yeah i get you i get you i'm with you I mean, we're we're here at the at the tip of the spear and all, but it it is still something worth. Hey, you know, we had Sam. Uh, my two favorite Sams, they have the same n- number of letters in their first and last name, same sil- syllables and everything. I get them confused sometimes. Bushman Dixon, Sam, yeah. Sam Dixon, Sam Bushman, Sam Bushman, Sam Dixon. Sam Dixon said Trump is going to jail before this time next year, and he's going to be in prison. That's what he said in the first hour. And it's very likely the truth because the criminals are in charge of the hen house, that's for sure. Uh, remember, folks, we are allowing secret combinations to be above the people. He said it was, a, pro- it was a possibility. I, I don't want to be too, too, too bold. I, I think he said it was a possibility, yeah. a very good possibility. If you don't stop secret combinations, though, when they're exposed, you get what you deserve, James. Sam, I've got a story for you that I have been salivating to present for several days. And I'm so glad you're with us on this, our New Year's Eve live broadcast to answer it and to to show everyone what a real man would do in such a situation. Stay tuned. Hello, TPC family. It's James, and I've got to tell you that I sleep better at night knowing that there are organizations like the Conservative Citizens Foundation. The purpose of the Conservative Citizens Foundation is to promote the principles of limited government, individual liberty, equality before the law, property rights, law and order, judicial restraint, and states' rights, while at the same time exploring the dangers posed by liberalism to our national interests and cultural institutions. The Conservative Citizens Foundation also seeks to educate the public on the dangers of extremist ideologies like critical race theory and cultural Marxism. I've worked with the good people at the Conservative Citizens Foundation for many years, and their work comes with my complete endorsement. For more information and to keep up with all the latest conservative news headlines, please check out their website, MericaFirst.com. That's M-E-R-I-C-A-1-S-T.com, MericaFirst.com. In Message 1, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8.44, gave the left evil, spiritual power, the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. 
footnote too. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present day end time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the new Jerusalem, Revelation 21. bless you all god bless you all this new year's eve and every day throughout the year as the year begins anew next week we will be back with you for what will be our 19th year on the radio as i was talking with sam bushman just a moment in the previous segment 2016 seems like yesterday when he was making front page news that first week in january he came on our show as his face was plastered all across the media and um, everything that happened with Trump that year and our association with that, both real and imagined, it just seems like how could it have been the better part now of a decade ago? That is scary. That is bittersweet on this night of reflection and rejuvenation. And it has been a good week for me. I've been ha I've had a little bit of downtime this week. It's a very busy life, a very busy career. <laughs> Uh, but uh, in any event, uh, we have back with us now in this parade of our mainstay guests. And we've got three more, three more in uh, our third and final hour tonight. Uh, but uh, Sam Bushman, the owner of the network that syndicates us, the host of the Liberty Roundtable. And Sam, there was one news item in uh, making headlines this week that I wanted you to comment on, and it involves Sean Hannity. So... I believe, and I know that you believe as well, that there were most certainly some election shenanigans and vote fraud. Did it rise to the level where it would sway a presidential election? I would have sure liked to have gotten to the bottom of that. I, I think there's certainly fraud in certain I'm convinced we are to the bottom of it. When the FBI literally shuts down one candidate and promotes another, via all the social media services, you know that they have committed fraud beyond criminal activity, James. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And I, I don't disagree. But there was a story in the news this week involving Sean Hannity. And uh, I, I think the Daily Beast referred to Sean Hannity as Donald Trump's witch, except they didn't use the word witch. It just r rhymed with that particular word. Anyway, uh, Sean Hannity was in the news because when Donald Trump was making mention of the fact that there was election fraud, Sean Hannity was promoting it on his very prominent Fox News platform. But now that the tide has sort of turned a little, against, uh, a little bit against the former president and uh, Sean Hannity is being called into question, he is saying now to the media and to his inquisitors that he never believed in the big lie even for a second. Even for a second, Sam. So here he was uh, falling in line with the former president when it seemed beneficial to him. But now as the tide has, has, has seemingly turned, seemingly turned, he says he never believed it even for a second. And in light of a, a headline like that, and you can look it up, look up Sean Hannity, Donald Trump. I'm sure it'll come up in your Google News search. 
uh, this most recent um, news item, it makes me all the more thankful for friends and true men, true men like you, Sam, who have stood by me. We're in our 18th year of broadcasting. We've been on Liberty News Radio since 2009 for the last 13 years. You've stood by me. It would have benefited you many times over to say, nope, he's gone. I'll save myself the stress and the worry and the torment of that. But you never did that. And when compared to Sean Hannity, my friend, you stand shoulders head and above. Your thoughts on this news item? Disgrace, shame on Sean. Ladies and gentlemen, the issue is honesty. All right, I'm not in the media to get rich. I'm not in the media to be famous. I'm not in the media to play games. My friends are my friends and I'm loyal as the day is long. I believe in the First Amendment and free speech like nobody else you know, meaning that I am absolutely 100% free speech. Now I draw the line when I get you know illegally shut down or shut down over illegal activity or those kind of things. But other than that, I'm 100% free speech. And even if I disagree with the speech, I will let it fly because it isn't about me. It's about our God-given inalienable rights of free speech. And so I just say, shame on Sean. You have proven yourself untrustworthy and you do not belong in the media, my friend. You should resign from your post, step down and go home to your family where you can betray them rather than us. Shame on you, Sean. You're a disgrace, my friend. And I wish you had the guts to stand with the people who made you who you are and stand on the principles of truth. This is an issue of honesty, James. And that's why I'm calling out all the Republicans as well over this, over this Santos thug. Look, your honor says get rid of that goon. Get rid of that criminal. Shut him down. Kick him out. If you don't do it now, you'll never be able to have any moral integrity at all. you got to stand for something or you'll fall for everything, James. Well, that's absolutely right. And you have fallen for nothing. You, you have stood strong and you have set an example for the rest of us to follow as the head of a radio network, as the head of your own program, but also a network that syndicates dissonant voices like ours. I'm looking right now, Sam, at my God. How did it go by so fast? 22 years ago and about a million miles away, I, I posted a picture to my Twitter account. You you actually were just reinstated on Twitter. Uh, Sam was one of the ones that was banned, but he's back. He's back. He's back now. Yeah, I'm going to give Elon Musk one chance. <laughs> hey, but uh, I've got uh, 22 years ago and about a million miles ago, 22 years away and about a million miles ago, uh, I posted just tonight, if you're listening to us live, it's just tonight. If you're listening to us on the archives, it, it may be a, a couple of days away. But a picture, a screenshot of my very first television appearance. And uh, it was in, uh, on behalf. Paul's on? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. That was 2007. No. That was way, that, that, right. that was 2007. This was on behalf and as a spokesman of the Buchanan campaign for president in 2000. Can you believe that? Had, you, do had you given up your bottle by then, James? <laughs> oh, barely. You go look at me. I had a, a full head of hair. And uh, wow. you, you can see the cryon, James Edwards, treasurer, Tennessee Reform Party. It's there on Twitter tonight. I went into the attic and I found this tr treasure from 22 years ago. It was in the fall of 2000. That's how desperate... The Buchanan campaign was they let people like me go on the air for them. 
but no, no. I listen. You know Pat. You know how much I love Pat. But, Pat would uh, say but it's listen, an honor, and so do I, sir. Uh, well, I, you know, and he's been on this show as of you, and he's paid a price as have you. But he never, he never betrayed it. And neither of you. But anyway, if you want to and see what I look like. that's why the issue is honesty, and we shout out to him as a God-fearing brother. 84 years young, Pat Buchanan uh, is and was as of November of this year. But if you want to see what I look like in the fall of 2000, don't go. Please don't go to at James Edwards TPC. Don't go there and see what I look like. You know, it's a shame, Sam, that men look better as they age you know you and i are so much better looking now than we were 22 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> hey but listen i i have a, i can't tell you how much it has been my honor and my privilege to be associated with you these past 13 years you know we went on the air 18 years ago but for the past 13 years syndicated by liberty news radio sam bushman the past 13 years have been entirely my my privilege and and, and pleasure I love you dearly. What does next year look like on this network? All right. I'll tell you right now, next year, they're going to take the gloves off and abuse us more than ever. You think you've seen scandal now. You just wait, is my prediction. With Liberty News, <laughs> I submit to you that we shall be in the very center of it. Uh, I just had on Roger Stone on my broadcast a couple of days ago to kick it off, James. Hey, by all means, this is... Uh, commercial broadcast radio media let's name drop you you've had him on listen for all the credit uh in, in recognition we got vis-a-vis uh, -vis donald trump even though it actually happened on sam's show you had one trump surrogate after another leading into the latter part of the campaign 2016 ike eric trump donald trump jr you name and you want to know what my everybody sources was say? On. yeah go ahead you want to know what my sources say it's going to happen again all right, all right, all right, all right. So that's the point. You've been rubbing shoulders. I don't want to go back to 2016. You've been rub rubbing shoulders these past few weeks and months with some people that I think would uh, make some headlines. I think our audience would be. I don't know what you can share, yeah. but I think our audience. For would example, be for example, back in July, I was the one that brought Mike Lindell on stage for our event. MyPillow.com. I had Roger Stone on last week. I, I can't even get him. I've been trying. We're working closely with General Flynn. <laughs> Who'd you have I on your show going. last week? Who'd you have on I last week going. on your show? I had on Roger Stone. Well, well, you had Roger Stone. You also had Steve King, who we've had on. I mean, oh, I, I, yeah. Whatever. Steve King was on with us, too. So I was pumping my fist as I listened to you. started for 23. And why do you think 2023 is going to be a watershed year, a watermark year for LNR, Liberty News Radio? Because I'm taking the CSPOA to the next level. And because the loving Liberty Radio Network and Liberty News Radio, my show, your show, etc., will be at the center of it all. And by the way, when, when we are going, these... we are going, by the way, to Freedom Fest, which is in Memphis, Tennessee this year, 23. What are the odds of that? What are the odds of that? How many people go to that? How many tens of oh, thousands of people go to that? There's a bunch of people that go to it. There's a bunch of people that sign up and watch online. But there's probably 6,000 people there. And, 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 and the, the speakers are A-plus list. You know, I remember, Sam, it, it was just a hell of a coincidence that one of the CSPOA 
conferences happened on uh, the weekend of the inauguration. And I, I watched as this ballroom full of sheriffs <laughs> and former sheriffs and, and friends of sheriffs and former sheriffs were there. I mean, you're, you're bringing in hundreds of people to these events and, and they're rubbing shoulders with these names you have dropped. Hey, this is the point, folks. We've done a lot these last years, many years, 18 and 25, 26, respectively, between me and Sam. 2023, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one with your I'm going to say this. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a year, baby. It's coming up. <laughs> oh, what a year 2023 will be, and we will experience it together. Sam Bushman, James Edwards. The Liberty News Radio Network, our family of listeners, support the network, support the programming on this network. And we'll be right back with our third and final hour. Sam, I could have done a New Year's Eve broadcast without you. I love you. Thank you for being part of the family. We'll be back. Happy New Year, baby. <laughs> Good night. We have the new product at InfoWarsLife.com, BioTrue Selenium. We've had so many requests over the years for selenium, and just recently we were able to source a certified organic bioavailable selenium from mustard seed extract. When you take selenium in the body, it actually benefits the detoxification systems in your body. It helps balance the thyroid gland. It helps detoxify. Selenium is another one of those absolute must-haves. The highest concentration of selenium is in the thyroid gland, but it's actually used all over the body. As a matter of fact, there's 25 genes in the body that are directly dependent upon selenium. So it really is a all-around nutrient that everybody really needs. I'm taking it now every day. This is so key. BioTrue Selenium is the product, the best selenium that we could bring you. We believe it's the best out there at a very, very low price. Exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com or by calling toll-free 888 you're listening to the Political Cesspool on ResolutionRDO.com. Call and listen now at 607-203-5423. That's 607-203-5423. Katie Armour raised the standard. Finally, AR-500 steel core body armor that comfortably conforms to the chest and torso. Unique design distributes weight. Feeling lighter increases mobility and lessens fatigue. Introducing the Combat Quad Bend CQB, a revolutionary plate-forming process that caters to the end user. The CQB is an industry game-changer, a must-have for the ladies. Available now only at katiearmor.com, c-a-t-i-armor.com. Come and take it. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. Napa know how. A Napa guy knows the only way you'd give a freshly minted driver a brand new car is if he promises to never drive it. Instead, let him grind the gears and knock over the neighbor's mailbox in something a little more suited to his skill level. And with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, he can safely drive something that's nearly as old as he is. It's not perfect, but it's perfect for him. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You're listening to the Liberty News Radio Network, and this is the Political Cesspool. 
the political cesspool. Known across the South and worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program. And here to guide you through the murky waters of the political cesspool is your host, James Edwards. time and it really is the end of the christmas season as we go into a new year we look back on the year that was make hopes and dreams and plans for the year to come and uh my god having the guests we've had on tonight to help me do that uh sam dixon jared Taylor, michael hill sam bushman kevin mcdonald still to come and tim murdoch now Horace the Avenger himself, White Rabbit Radio, the anti-racist Hitler. He'll tell you how whites came to own America. He'll do it all. Friend of Bob Whitaker, as am I. It's always great to have Tim on the broadcast, especially on New Year's Eve. Thank you, Tim, for being part of this holiday broadcast night. New Year's Eve, what a special time. How are you tonight? I'm doing fantastic, and thanks for having me. And I, I do appreciate uh, always always appreciate the invite to come on the political cesspool. Well, it's always uh, a privilege to have you. I know you're pulling double duty. You've been doing interviews all over the place tonight. I listened to you, as a matter of fact, on with uh, Greg Johnson and uh, the Countercurrents New Year's Eve live stream earlier this afternoon, and now here you are. So, we're looking back on the best and the worst of 2022. What would you say, Tim? I would say um, the worst is obviously a war, a war in Europe, whites dying. That's not part of the game plan as far as I'm concerned. We don't want whites dying. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, and, and it's still not over, uh, Ukraine and Russia. So I think that's a, that's a downside. War is a downside to me, uh, involving whites at least, you know. Um, yeah, white on white war, I, that's been mentioned a couple of times tonight. Uh, but, you know, listen – it's a terrible situation. America, I, I, once again, another situation that would have been avoidable had it not been for America's influence and the puppet uh, Zelensky, the, the, the terrible Zelensky. Uh, I, I, I couldn't. Well, you, we only have one segment with you tonight, Tim, an hour. As I said with everybody tonight, everybody's making an, it's an ensemble appearance. Everybody's making uh, abbreviated appearances, cameos tonight, an hour with any of these guests isn't enough. Uh, I could go an hour on how much uh, Zelensky repels me. But anyway, keep going, brother. The best of the worst of 2022. Well, that's the worst. The worst in my mind is the war in Europe and the fact that it's not over with yet. These things happen, you know, if they're going to happen, make it short and, you know, but it's not. And uh, there'll probably be even a bigger war coming um, with China or China and Taiwan on some level that that appears to be bucking up next or coming up to to bad next. But um, I will give you something out of the box that I thought was interesting. And, you know, this is one character to watch going forward, because I, I <laughs> it's not often a liberal impresses me. But every once in a while, you have uh, what? What does Sam Francis call the Democrats? He called them the evil party, and the Republicans are the stupid party. 
and uh, he belonged to the stupid party. Uh, but the evil party has this governor in California, and he did something uh, the latter half of the year that I thought was highly entertaining. Diabolical, sure, but what can you do? You know, he's the governor of a very liberal anti-white state. He knows that. Everyone knows that. He is diabolical. He's a Democrat. He's quite capable of doing anything and saying something else and saying something and doing something else, you know. So he, basically they want it and um, – payment over reparations in California. And, you know, he's a liberal, so he can't say no. He said, let's form a committee. And so he lets all these crazies form a committee and make all these crazy proposals like, you know, every black person gets a quarter million dollars each. Now, if you know anything about California, we we don't have a full segment here, but California and slavery, they don't much go together because California wasn't really a slave state. (laughs) But California is the first state to authorize this, right? Well, well, here's the thing. Here, here's the funny thing. They, he let a committee go forward and authorize all that crazy stuff, like quarter million dollars each. And it was so crazy, they burned down the committee. It was nothing. It, it basically. <laughs> it, so it, they didn't it, go it, forward it, with it. It, yeah, was, it, it, was, it, it was a head fake. It was, yeah, he, let, he gave them everything they wanted. And you know what happens when you give the usual suspects everything you wanted? They just burned down the empire. And so they burned down their whole committee. Their whole committee ended up in these crazy infightings and pissed off the whole entire. It doesn't matter who they were in California, but everyone but the blacks were pissed off because no one wants to pay a quarter of a million dollars to the blacks. And, and it's just, it was absolutely hilarious the way he handled it. He gave them everything they wanted but their payments. And he just let them run around and tick off. Because, you know, you couldn't say no. He's a Democrat. He's like, yeah, we'll have a committee on that. Well, how did he say no to the payments once they got to the last full measure? How did he say no to the payments when it came time (sighs) to sign the checks? (laughs) He basically just let the public relations go. Um, And that's something, you know, it's something I'm trying to get into for tomorrow's show, actually. There's a lot more of a story here than, than I even know yet. But this kind of... Uh, fascinated me how he pulled this final rug out from underneath them. Actually, he let them do that himself um, by by being so crazy and so over the top and having a committee and, you know, going forward with that. It didn't take a lot of effort for them to, to, to let them fall on their face, I guess, <laughs> to lead them to their own devices. By May 7th to this right now tonight, the whole thing blew apart. It's basically blown apart. It ain't going anywhere. It ain't going anywhere at all. Well, um, if it can't fly in California, it's probably not going to fly nationwide. It ain't going to fly in Tennessee, that's for sure. Yeah, they're called for 350000 per person. The current state task force estimate is 223000 for each black California. Well, I tell you, you know, that, that doesn't mean as much as it did a couple of years ago. Three hundred fifty k per person is going to buy you about a, uh, a family meal at McDonald's with this level of inflation <laughs> the way I've been seeing it. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, but, you know, this, this, he's playing this, you know, he's definitely playing this in a way where he's telling Washington, and this is why you got to keep your eyes on it. He's telling Washington, look how I know how to manage these multiracial scenarios. You know, I know how to manage all this stuff without giving them anything. <laughs> well, I tell you, Tim, speaking of, uh, of blacks and fast food and reparations and all of that, did you see the – Man, we've got seconds left. Did you see the viral clip from Waffle House? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. (laughs) How would you describe that to the audience if they're unaware? 
Uh, white woman had enough. <laughs> so go, if you've been on social media at all, you've probably seen it. If you haven't, you can go to at James Edwards TPC and we've, uh, we've uh, retweeted the viral thing, but, uh, that's diversity in its, uh, most base level form right there. And, uh, a guy who could tell you all about it year round, not just on New Year's Eve is Tim Murdoch. There's a reason we wanted to have him as one of the guests on tonight. He's one of the best of the best. Tim, seconds remaining. How can they find you? You can find me at whiterabbitradio.biz. You can get all our links. It's whiterabbitradio.biz. And uh, keep your eye on the evil Gavin Newsom. Let's see what he can do. <laughs> whiterabbitradio.biz. The great Tim Murdoch, the white rabbit himself. God bless you, Tim. Happy New Year. We'll be back. Better at night knowing that there are organizations like the Conservative Citizens Foundation. The purpose of the Conservative Citizens Foundation is to promote the principles of limited government, individual liberty, equality before the law, property rights, law and order, judicial restraint, and states' rights, while at the same time exploring the dangers posed by liberalism to our national interests and cultural institutions. The Conservative Citizens Foundation also seeks to educate the public on the dangers of extremism ideologies like critical race theory and cultural Marxism. I've worked with the good people at the Conservative Citizens Foundation for many years and their work comes with my complete endorsement. For more information and to keep up with all the latest conservative news headlines, please check out their website, MericaFirst.com That's M-E-R-I-C-A 1-S-T.com MericaFirst.com Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. from a jerk this embarrassment of riches i'm embarrassed to even host the show tonight one glittering guest after another sam dixon sam bushman jared taylor michael hill tim murdoch how about kevin mcdonald ladies and gentlemen are we building up is the did we save the best for last the former professor of psychology professor emeritus of psychology at california state university long beach author of so many books you need to read believe me his enemies have read them cultural insurrections individualism in the western liberal tradition 
And he's back again tonight, one of our top five all-time most interviewed guests. Kevin, happy new year. How you doing tonight in the great Pacific Northwest? <laughs> Just fine, James, and a happy new year to you and everybody else out there. It's uh, feeling good, but I don't know. You know, I think it's going to be a tough year to predict and uh, hoping for the best. I always hoping for the best. Hey, hope springs, does it not? I mean, hope does spring eternal. There's truth to it, that. It uh, there's truth to that. And um, listen, I, I look forward to 2023 already. These abbreviated uh, appearances tonight from all of these program mainstays have only whetted the appetite. Every one, I, I'm like, oh, you know, we're already done? you know, Because every time I have one of you on, we, we're normally on for an hour. Uh, but tonight yeah. is just, you know, a few minutes apiece. But uh, but listen, I, I really wanted to have you on tonight. I'm so thankful and for for you and for everybody to make time for this program tonight on New Year's Eve when so many people and all of you are out with your friends and families or have plans. Uh, so we're working backwards tonight to get to the West Coast here as it's eight uh, yeah. in, the, in the central and nine in the eastern as we broadcast live. But yeah, so let's talk about it. The best and the worst of uh, of of the previous years so we talked about the best being you know and you and i spoke about this uh, kevin at the countercurrents conference back in october but uh, you know a, a rising level of white racial consciousness you know elon musk has been a good thing he's not the best thing but he's certainly a good thing you know the worst being the war inflation I, i'm sure i'm missing some things though voter fraud voter you know the the midterms but uh, the best and the worst of, of of the year that was as we look back here on this very last day of the year, what do you think it was? Well, you know, certainly you mentioned some of the highs and lows there. I, you know, one other thing, of course, is the border where they're just letting in millions of, you know, literally millions. That has not been mentioned all night tonight. Good on you, brother, for bringing that up. Go ahead. You know, these people are uneducated. They're illiterate. They're not going to help the country at all. It's not about helping the country. They're there to create a dependent class of people who will vote reliably for handouts uh, meaning democrats and and um so you know they, they they're doing this very hard-nosed political uh, move on their part and and uh they're succeeding I, I don't see how anybody can stop it for the next uh two years there'll be another uh, six million people and and uh you know they they don't care about anything the fentanyl deaths and and a hundred thousand last year i mean a hundred thousand fentanyl deaths and an awful lot of them are white young men uh, so it's, it's just a, a tragedy, a preventable tragedy. But here we are. And um, I'm glad you mentioned Elon it, Musk. Uh, you know, it is good. I, I, uh, my, I, my, I increased my follower count, although just lately I just noticed, I don't know. And people have said that maybe things are going back to the status quo from before. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have that much faith in him uh, but he's certainly uh, better than we used to be. Uh, well, that, that's there. the thing. I mean, you know, we, we, we so often allow, it's human nature, I guess, but it's certainly prevalent in the only movement I've ever known, which is our movement, to let the uh -huh. perfect be the enemy of the good. I mean, he is certainly better than the previous regime. Yeah. So for that, we give thanks. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Is he perfect? No. Is he Kevin McDonald? No. But is he better yeah. than what we had? Yes. And yeah, yeah. and so that that that's a good thing. That that's been a good thing that's happened this year. But you know, I I, I still go back, Kevin, to this volcanic level of discontent that bubbles just beneath the surface. There is, and, there is. Uh, 
Richard Kipling called it uh, when the Saxon began to hate. If ever uh, that potency can be harnessed again by the right man with the right spirit at the right time, I think this whole thing, I think it could turn around tomorrow. I think it could turn around tomorrow. I think it is ready to be turned around and that victory is never as far away as it seems. They want you to think that it's inevitable that we're going to lose. I don't think so. Well, I, I, you know, one of my disappointments of last year was, was a November election because I was hoping for something like that. Because, they, you know, if you listen to conservative media, Fox and Hannity and Tucker and all those guys, you know, they were predicting this huge red wave based on discontent, you know, inflation, gas prices, um, you know, Biden being incompetent and senile and, and uh, you know, the, uh, just the general state of the border, everything. And uh, it really didn't happen. You didn't have a red wave. And it, it seems like Democrats, uh, I mean, I think, I think more people voted Republican than Democrat and all that, which is, I suppose, a, a little improvement. But then, you know, Republicans turn around and they and they got a, they're going to have a Republican House. And what do they do? They approve this budget that will last for a year. So the, the House has no input on it. And, and uh, the, the Republicans sometimes seem yeah, so that's hopeless. Right. And, and I just... Well, well, what you're saying is right. I mean, they, they, they do and they are. I mean, the Mitch McConnell type of Republican, but they, they're, they're going to die out. They're going to they're going to retire out. They're going to die. And uh, I, I think so. there there is. <laughs> hope so, yes, that's right. I, I, I think there is a, a, a new Republican um, sort of constituency that that is that is going yeah. to come. Uh, that's going to replace them, but yes, I mean you're you're right. It, it it wasn't everything we hoped for, but then again, they never tackled the uh, the issue of this months long voting system where you could mail in votes yeah, with little exactly. to no sort of uh, verification, and and then you lose these swing states by a few thousand votes, and oh my God, well the people have spoken. Well, have they? I don't right. think so. I don't. I certainly don't, don't be know. Election so. Denier. Don't be a conspiracy Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like I a mean, host, uh, you know, Holocaust denier, election denier. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. They 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 have gamed the election system, and they they uh, you know they have all this verbiage if you dispute an election. I think Carrie Lake got ripped off, and you know that's a classic situation in Arizona where. All these, these these irregularities happen. The machines didn't work. They forced them to do long lines and everything else. And and uh, the people so people didn't vote. They basically would have voted for her. But there was no evidence that it was intentional. And and so even though the person who was running the election was a Democrat uh, who, who was running for governor, you know, it's so hard to prove this kind of thing. And the judges are just terrified of overturning an election because it produces chaos. And you can just imagine the, the you know, the uh, New York Times going nuts if if uh, a judge overturned the Arizona election and, and let something, you know, Terry Lake to governor or something. That would just be crazy. They, they would they would just lose it. And, uh, you know, much less, you know, the Supreme Court actually dealt with some of those lawsuits in, in the 2020 uh, over the Trump election. I mean, that's the reality we're in, uh, that, that, the, that the judiciary is is afraid and and they're uh, and they just won't deal with it democrats are just going to go to the bank with it i i uh, you know it's hard to see 
I love, you know, I'd love to be optimistic. Uh, and, uh, I think there are some good things, but, uh, my God. Well, you know what? There's always reason for optimism when we have people like you on the field, Kevin, men like you, warriors like you on the field. I gave a speech, as you know, because you were there a couple of months ago in Atlanta. I got one standing ovation. It's when I uh, introduced you. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, let me (laughs) tell you something. Uh, uh, the, The fact that we have men like you out there setting an example the fact that you're on tonight on New Year's Eve, we always have reason for hope. We always have reason for optimism. Uh, things change, and they change quickly. I, you know, I, at this level of play in Weimar, yep. Germany, did they ever think that there would be a dawn? But there was. There can be there for was. us, too. Yeah, and, and there can be. And, and we, we need a leader. That, you know, they've done everything possible to sideline Trump. And I'm not saying Trump is great, but – you know, let's face it, what, what's happened to him is unprecedented and, and uh, just almost unreal. I mean, it's lawsuit after lawsuit and impeachment after impeachment and uh, never ending. Now we got a special counsel. I mean, it's just, it, uh, but somebody is going to rise up, I hope, and, and be well, a good leader there, for us. There's too much of a people out there waiting for a leader, for a leader not to rise to the yeah. occasion. Leaders meet the occasion. It's the intersection of timing and circumstance. Sam uh, Dixon thinks Trump may go to prison. That's fine. Let the next one rise. Kevin, God bless you. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Jerry Barmash. No restrictions for New Year's Eve in Times Square. For the first time since the start of the pandemic, crowds were tightly packed, anticipating 2023 along the crossroads of the world. President Biden is reacting to the death of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. Biden recalled his 2011 visit with the former pontiff at the Vatican in a White House statement. He noted Benedict's generosity and the meaningful conversation the two shared. He became Pope in 2005. After the great Pope, John Paul II, the Cardinals have elected me a simple, humble worker in the vineyard of the Lord. Benedict shocked the world when he announced his retirement from the papacy in 2013, the first Pope to step down in nearly 600 years. There was a rumble in San Diego shaking some people out of bed on Saturday morning. A magnitude 4.2 earthquake was reported northwest of the city. The National Weather Service says they also felt the jolt at their San Diego office. So far, there have been no reports of injuries or damage. Things are getting back to normal for Southwest Airlines after almost 3,000 cancellations the past few days, which accounted for roughly 60% of the airline's flights. The Southwest Airlines Pilots Association says the massive cancellations were caused by Southwest failing to modernize the equipment software. The new year could prove a big payout for someone. Tuesday's Mega Millions price is getting close to the billion-dollar mark after nobody correctly picked all six numbers in Friday night's drawing, although one person in Ohio is $1 million richer after matching the five white balls. The jackpot will be the fourth largest in the game's history at $785 million. Lottery officials say the cash option is less than half that at $395 million. I'm Jeremy Scott. This is USA News. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep 
Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. Let's make sure your current payroll provider isn't overcharging you, shall we? First, go to your payroll provider's website to see what you're currently paying. Oh, what's that? You can't clearly see your pricing because your vendor is running a temporary sale or making you call for a free quote? <laughs> That's unfortunate. If you go to PatriotSoftware.com, you will instantly see our payroll pricing for companies with 1 to 100 employees. Well, there you go. At least now you know what you should be paying for payroll. Go to PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. That's right. Everybody we've had on tonight has been cool. What a fantastic presentation of guests this evening. But the final guest of our broadcasting year, the final guest by design of our broadcasting year, 2022, the year that was all of the shows, 52 weeks, 52 shows, the final guest of the year that nearly was if you're listening to us live if you're listening to us after the fact the year that was 2022 david duke the former representative of the state of louisiana the former uh nominee for governor and the former nominee for united states senator on the republican side of, of the state of louisiana is with us for this our final guest appearance of 2022. David, how are you tonight? What an honor to have you close us out this year. Well, I'm doing great, James, and it's always an honor for me to be in your program and to talk to your people because your supporters are some of the best ever, and uh, I know a lot of them got your special uh, gift a while back uh, for donating to your work, and I'm so happy for that. And uh, I just really do appreciate your work, and I appreciate all the listeners who are supporting you because you deserve their support. Well, and, you know, uh, so many of the people that I've met and, and so many of the you know, guests that have been on this year, I met at your 2004 uh, conference in New Orleans. 2004 was in the spring of 04, just before, just a few months before we first went on the air. You are intrinsically yeah. related to everything we've ever done on this program. Well, I appreciate that a lot. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'm the best. No, they call me a white supremacist, and they call me an anti-Semite, and so forth. Are the best known one of those in the world? Uh, my books have have reached actually been read by more people uh, about the Jewish question and about the race question than any other. Ironically, I'm not a white supremacist. You're really not a white supremacist. You're not even a racist by the real definition of the term, or the or whatever, how they define it, because that's how they control our minds. And that's the dangerous thing we have is the fact that this Jewish minority, this global, powerful minority, which controls a lot of the big spanking in the world, controls all the biggest uh, broadcast networks, controls the biggest television and movie studios in the world like Hollywood. Uh, it's just amazing the power they have, and they control the Internet. And they literally have created 
almost something out of a science fiction movie. I would call it a hive mind. Uh, you might you might have heard you've seen a lot of science fiction movies where where like aliens, extraterrestrials are coming in and then they try to control the minds of our people. You can start off with an invasion of the body snatchers and so many other things. Uh, even the movie The Thing, you know, uh, they control over like to control the host. Kind of like they got this parasite, right? That uh, that mice uh, get, and the parasite because it gets spread by this way, the parasite actually changes the mice's attitude in their brains to not be afraid of cats. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of that. No, um, I have, I have. It's really interesting. But in in a sense, we we've got now a control over the media. At the end of twenty two and the beginning of twenty three, it is the most frightening scenario. And I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but I'm going to tell you some good news too in this broadcast. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's we have the most frightening uh, concentration of power over the mind of America and the mind, the collective mind of the world that's ever existed. I mean, this, the, the any of the of the people that have dreams of conquering the world and so forth could never have dreamed of the power that they now have over the mind. I'll just give you an example. Google at this point controls 90% of the search engines in the world. And uh, Robert Epstein, who's, by the way, a Jewish guy, I call him a righteous Jew because he's actually, you know, talking about the evil that Google's doing and and also YouTube's doing. And he swore before Congress. They've been doing studies. He's a very famous Jewish psychologist. Uh, he's one of the editors of Psychology Today. And he came out and testified under oath, and they've been doing studies of all this, that he believes that Google, back in 2016, even with Hillary Clinton, affected, believe it or not, uh, 11 million votes. That, in other words, Trump would have got more than 11 million votes more, right, than he, than he got in that close election of 2016. And the same thing is true of 2018 and in, in the midterm, which got all these Jews so much power in, in the House and the Senate. And then you talk about in 20, we, we know the same thing's going on right now. And it's not, not just the search engines. The way that works is it controls people's minds and they don't even know their mind's being controlled. It's like this alien creature that's kind of getting in your mind or, you know, this plant that's, that's taking over your body while you sleep, you know, and then controlling your mind. Because most people don't think uh, of a search engine as anything else than searching a subject. But they have these automatic things. They can't have individuals decide where all these searches go. It's impossible because you have trillions of search a day. And so what they do is they send you to sites, send you to articles, send you to people that they want you to read on any subject, any candidate, any principle, on the COVID, whatever you want to talk about. And you don't even realize they're doing this. So this is going to bias your mind. And uh, and this this Jewish guy, you know, Robert Epstein, he said it affects millions and millions of votes. And they just completely control everything. And you can, you can kind of prove this. I mean, the power that they have is just so enormous. And in the last part of the show, we can talk more about the positive aspects. But you, you look at well, the Hunter Biden this laptop. Is, this is the last part. We've got three minutes left with you, so we got to get to the okay. good stuff. But everything you're talking okay, about let's is get to the good. on point. Let's get, well, I'll, I'll just close the, the bad stuff by saying all you can do is look at the Hunter Biden laptop. You know, we got control, totally controlled media. The entire bulk of the biggest media in America told us the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. 
And by the way, that should raise a big warning bell to every listener that the Russians aren't the bad guys here. It's not the bad guys. It's not the Russians who control the information. The truth is that the New York Times and all the information media was telling us that the Hunter laptop, right, was Russian disinformation when it wasn't Russian disinformation. It was just a fact. And the media was Jewish disinformation. It's the Jewish element, the Jewish race, the Jewish nationality, and it's a global power. They're the ones who are controlling our media and our and our government. Now, how do we fight this? Well, there's now, one on, clear on, answer. Very, very, before you tell us, davidduke.com, davidduke.com, davidduke.com. That's how you can That's fight true. this. Go there, learn more, support the work that uh, former Representative Duke is doing. A grand champion for our people, the last guest of the year. With two minutes remaining, give us the good news uh, of why we should be hopeful looking towards 2023. David? Well, we still have the mechanism of the Internet. We still can send an email to all the people we want. We can keep our address of books forever. We can share, you know, things are off off the grid, so to speak, and things where you can see videos, you can get books. You can get other things, even though they're trying to clamp down on everything with the ADL as like the policeman. But here's the issue. Today, people are learning that it's not the World Economic Forum, which is changing the world. That's just one small part of it. And people talk about the World Economic Forum, but don't talk about Harari, who is the Jewish uh, guru. Who is, he's putting out all the data from the World Economic Forum, and they don't really control all the governments, but they're putting out the ideas that these other Jews around the world are pushing. The big information... And the most powerful thing is the easiest thing to pe- get people to understand that we're living under this dictatorship and under this control and evil is to understand that this is a racial takeover of America and the world and the media and all these institutions. And when you understand that, when you begin to connect the dots, once you understand who the enemy is and you identify the enemy, and, and Kanye West did that, and a lot of other people are, are doing that kind of thing yeah, now. Yeah. It's it's breaking this thing down because that's the one thing they can't stand, but the information's coming through because it's so obvious. The supremacy in this country is not white supremacy, and we're not racist. What we are is we believe in the right of every people to preserve themselves, including ourselves, and we believe every nation has that right. We're not trying to control the world. The people trying to conquer the world are these Zionists, and they're not just about conquering Israel and dispossessing the Palestinians. It's the government of the United States under their control. It is the government of Great Britain. It's the government of the EU. It's the government of the Western world. And it's the media of the Western world that's trying to destroy our people. When our people understand that and they direct their efforts to understand this reality, what's really going on in the world, that's the one thing they can't stand. And that's the one thing that will defeat them. Because once people understand that, then all the other shibboleths, all the LGBTism, all the immigration policies, all the COVID policy, all this stuff makes sense. All the big farm, 110,000 Americans dying of overdoses, all makes sense. That was the Sackler family, right? The Jewish family. Once you understand that and you start concentrating on that, and I'm not talking about violence, by the way. I'm talking about exposure. I'm talking about getting people to understand this issue, and that's what's happening, which is going to change this country, and it's going to change the world. We're going to win in the end, and we're going to win thanks to the example set by heroes and champions like David Duke. DavidDuke.com. 
He's more than a friend to me. He's family, but he's a hero to us all. DavidDuke.com. Happy New Year, David. I can't wait to talk to you again in 2023, but for you being our final guest of tonight, it was entirely our honor. Good. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject from the Spanish Civil War to the funding behind the transgender movement. Antelope Hill publishes books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo and brings real culture to the reading public at an affordable price. If you count yourself as a political dissident, you owe it to yourself to check out the Antelope Hill catalog with exclusive offerings like Solzhenitsyn and the Right, the Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more. There's something there for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out the catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com. That's antelopehillpublishing.com. I'm James Edwards, and I want you to go to antelopehillpublishing.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Good stuff. That's good stuff. This is it. This is the end, ladies and gentlemen, of our 2022 broadcasting year. And uh, my God, thank you, Keith Alexander. Thank you uh, to all of our production team, our owner, Sam Bushman, who you just heard from in the previous hour, to all of you, our guests, every guest who appeared this year, every contributor who donated this year thank you all for making 2022 what it was on tpc to all of the guests tonight uh, let's name them in the order in which they appeared sam dixon jared taylor michael hill sam bushman tim murdoch kevin mcdonald david duke and now jack ryan jack ryan is not a guest he is part of our regular broadcasting team he is part of the crew here at tpc uh, and Jack, I wanted to end the year with you, my friend. And you presented that song. Why did you do it? Happy New Year. 
What do you have to share with our audience? This is the last 10 minutes of TPC 2022. Well, I just wanted to share some positivity, uh, and good music. Uh, I, you know how much I love R&B music from the 60s and the 70s, and that's one of my favorite ones. Ooh, child, it's, it's a positive one. Things are going to get better, and things are going to get easier, and, and you go through it. So it was this year, it was a rough year for lots of people, inflation and, th- and things like that, but we got through it, and I think if we all stand together and do what's right, things things are going to get get better. So I'm very honored that you're having me on the show to close it out this year. And that's just what I want to say. Like, who's a child? Things are going to get better. If we, if we stay, if we are loyal to our friends, to our country, to our people, to our God, I think that things are going to get better. You know, it, it was an eternally wise statement that we had in one of those uh, soap operas from the 80s. Like the sand through an hourglass, so are the days of our lives. I, w- <laughs> I want to hang on. I want to hang on to this year. I want to hang on to uh, the experiences that we've had in 2022 and uh, to all that we've accomplished and all that we've done. Yeah. Uh, but this is it. This is the last segment of the broadcasting year. And, of course, Jack, you'll be back with us in 2023. Our regular hope guests so. will be back. We've got, we got, you know, yeah, I, don't, I hope so, know. too. Am I going to be kidnapped or put in Cook County Jail or impressed in, 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 in the British Navy? That was a big cause of the American Revolution, that they caught Americans on some merchant ship, and they said, oh, you owe debts back in, in England, and they would just take them in and impress them in the British Navy, and that was a big cause. And so now we're having similar things, things like that. <laughs> that you get inscripted into the American military to fight off crappy wars in Crimea and Afghanistan or something like that. So unless you know something that I don't know, I think I'm going to be with you in 2023, but I hope so. hope we're going to do that. I hope we're going to be there. No, we're going to be – hey, listen, all we got to do is make it three more hours and we'll be – right? I mean, if we make it three more hours from where we stand now, we'll be together in 2023. Uh, so – uh, yeah. I hope we can make it that far as well, my friend. Hey. Uh, but it's been a fantastic show. It's been a fantastic year. You've been a big part of yeah. it. You've been a big part Thank of you. it here on this program for a long, long time, many years now. Uh, our closer I'm for so many shows and our closer for this year. Well, we've had a lot of fun with you. Uh, but we've you look it. back on, on the best and the worst of uh, 2022. You look forward yeah. to the hopes and dreams in 2023. Right. What message do you have to share, Jack? Okay, now did you see my accidental descent uh, post? I did. I, I did. You're okay. talking about Tyson Fury. You're talking about right, Tyson Fury, so, except. Right, I, I did. I was the one that got American Renaissance to restart the year end tradition from Inspiration Magazine about the worst renegade trader of the year. And boy, there's so many of them. But I feel that we should also have something more positive about the person that did something great or people that did positive. So my man of the year family year is the British gypsy King Tyson Fury and his family. Uh, And boy, he married a beautiful gal. They have six children. She's a traditional wife. And this guy, Tyson Fury is, he's an amazing guy, not just an amazing boxer, but he's got very good politics. He's tough. And he knows how to play the game in a, in a good way. He's a great inspiration. But his wife, I, when I see the, the photos of you and your family and your beautiful wife, I think of, of 
Mrs. Tyson Fury. I think her name is Paris Fury, and and she's got they have six children. So our guys are pretty good, but our good women, they're the best, like your wife and Mrs. Tyson Fury. So that's what I said. The person of the year and the, and the family of the year is the Tyson Fury family for this, this year. So I'd like for people to come to Oxlade Descent, make some comments. Maybe they like someone else or, or make some suggestions. We shouldn't just be negative. Things are bad. Yeah, of course, there's bad things, but we should be positive. And there's areas in the world, in the United States, where we're doing good stuff. And we should encourage the people to do good things. So that was my comment tonight. Well, listen, I got to tell you, I haven't mentioned this all night, but uh, here we are now, if you're listening live in the Central Time Zone, as uh, we are broadcasting from, just three hours from 2023. And uh, we were having a New Year's Eve get-together at my home. But how do I get from home, from the studio to home? Well, I got to drive there. My wife and family are with me now. My wife has actually got her headset on. She heard everything you just said, Jack, and she wants to wish you and the entire audience listening a very happy new year. I know she doesn't like to do it. Both of her dimples, one is more prominent than the other, but both of her dimples are showing right now. And she's going to say hello to you, Jack. Uh, Brother Jack, Uncle Jack, and the entire <laughs> listening audience here. Happy New Year. Here she comes. She doesn't like bon to do night. it. She's going to do it right bon now. Bon Happy New Year, Jack. You're more than just bon Brother Jack. You're yeah. part of our family. Yeah. And, and Thank we've you so really, much. We've really enjoyed you being around and, you know, always Thank you. saying hello to the kids. They always enjoy yeah. the attention. But, you know, all of our fans and everyone who listens are part of our family and really help us keep going and we appreciate all the support and we're excited for the new year and what it has to offer for our family and yours thank you so much god bless you and i gotta say james is a pretty good looking guy uh even though his hair is not really that looking so good these these days if i was a gay guy no no the hair looks good still (laughs) but his children (laughs) are, are, are are they reflect the mom and the mom is just Aww. Beautiful, great, and that's what I think. It, well, so my recommendation is things, but let's try to support our best moms in the United States, North America, around the world, because our moms are the best, and that, and that, Aww. and we are. I mean, we can't say that other people are jealous about it, but but our boy, they're just just great. So anything that we that's can do so to kind. help our moms, our God bless them, and anything I can do. Just, just let me know. I'm, I'm in third. We're gonna have a better year than we did last year. Oh, you're yeah. so sweet. I, I definitely yeah. am blessed to be a mother. Yeah. I know that there's some that, <laughs> that are not, but um, I have a wonderful life and a big wonderful city husband. women, college miseducated yeah. women that go to law school. Boy, they do right. not like me. I don't like them. I hey, don't hang out with gang members. I just don't. They're just mean. <laughs> They're no fun. They're always trying to pick a fight. You know, why do you want to send a woman to law school? Most women know how know. to argue on their own. Just fine. You know, just like, why do you want to send a woman to law school to teach them how to argue more? It's like some Middle Eastern guy. You want to send them to terrorist school? I don't think so. So I just want to send my word out to our listeners, but just to our best moms. And God bless God bless you. And if we support our moms, I think we're going to be okay. Hey, listen, I got to say, I, I, I had an epiphany. For 2023, we're going to do a Jack yeah, yeah, and Danny yeah. segment, you know, yeah. a recurring <laughs> segment. Ah, she yeah, stood up for yeah. that one. 
Hey, I can get behind that. Hey, I, I got to ask her, though, I because yeah. I was playing this earlier. I found it yeah. in the attic earlier. I mentioned this with Sam yeah. Bushman uh, 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 last hour. Uh, but I found the very first television interview I ever did. It was on uh, behalf of the Buchanan campaign oh. in uh, 2000. Do I, I got to ask my wife, do I look better when I was 20 or do I look better at 42? You've aged gracefully, and I've loved you through every season of our marriage. And, but, that, wow. but that right there is definitely the man that I remember standing by that chalkboard in wow. that Sunday school room. Uh, you can wow. see it at, at James Edwards TPC. I had hair then. But, yeah, that looks pretty yeah. – that was a little bit before your, you, but uh, it was almost what there. Year, what year was that, like 2000? That was, that was the fall of 2000. Well, I met you in 2001, silly. Well, that was a big year. <laughs> wow. Hey, what about our guests tonight? We're going to – Jack and Danny will ask uh, – with, with two minutes remaining in our broadcasting year – Sam Dixon, Jared Taylor, Michael Hill, Sam Bushman, Tim Murdoch, Kevin McDonald, David Duke, Jack Ryan, and now yours truly, Danny and Danny. You know a lot of those people I, whose names I just rattled off. I was off. just about to say, why wasn't Sam Dixon on our last show of the year? He, he was. I just mentioned him. Oh, did you? He was the very first one. Yes, he's, he's definitely number up there for me. Uh, you don't want to say number one because you know all of these guys. I do. I do. I love all of these Guys, I definitely think I've grown up with them. I mean, I've been around since I was 16 years old. So it's it's definitely all of these people have been a big part of my life. And I I just think everybody's so great. And I'm lucky to get to be a part of this. And Jack as well, who's a part of our family. Jack, I wanted to close. You know, David Duke yeah. was technically our last guest of the year. You're right. our last segment of the year. And to share right. it with you, Keith couldn't be on tonight. I mean, Keith, is right. uh, there is no TPC without Keith. And he'll be back next week. Right. But Okay. To, to close the show out with you and my wife, very, very, very special. Good. Well, we just have to say that there's rough times, but we've been through rougher ones. A hundred years ago, my my grandfather was a teenager from the Russian aristocracy. He fought in the, the Civil War against the communists. Uh, we lost, and we went through some rough things. Your Southerners went through Reconstruction. So we've been through worse times. Um, but we're going to get through it, and we just got to be strong, and we got to be loyal to our friends. But we really have to be, we get our men and women to like each other and get married. And so you got a great <laughs> one. You got one of the greatest wives. I'm left behind in Chicago with Hillary Clinton. Hey, but only for, there's always tomorrow. Hey, Jack, and we will talk to you next week. What the best to the best owner and the best production crew in the business to play Auld Lang Syne one more time tonight. This is it for 2022. We'll see you next year, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for what a fantastic year it's been. You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com.